What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 152. I am your host, Anthony Trapani. I love you. I missed you since last week. I'm also here with my resident homies, Joel, Joseph, and Casey. What up, y'all? Yo. 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 Tonight, we are joined by Colin Cadell, a.k.a. Monsters Around Us. What's going on, Colin? Uh, not much, man. Just happy to be here. Thanks, guys. It's um, Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. something something I've thought about wanting to do, and then you were nice enough to agree to it. So I'm very totally. To I mean, here. awesome. I, oh, I yeah. enjoyed uh, I enjoyed uh, your your music. I enjoy uh, the collabs that you've done, and and you know, it, it's cool to. It, this has actually been uh, in the making for a little bit, right? You yeah who is yeah. It? We Casey sort of reached out a little while in ago. touch with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we nice. sort of touch touch base and then sort of just kept in touch since then. And I think, I was, as I was saying before at the start, massive fan of you guys. It's awesome hearing you talk every week when you do. Um, That's cool, dude. As someone who's got... I, I, I'll be up front. I, I don't want to go too deep down it on this because it's <laughs> some stuff at the moment. But, like, you know, as someone with mental health issues and stuff, it's kind of nice. I've got support and stuff, but it's really cool having you guys there to listen to and feel like I'm hanging out with homies for a couple of hours in a week. And That's what's I really up, appreciate you. I love you guys. That's literally what we're oh, trying yeah. to do with this you know, just, yeah wow and we've actually heard that uh that from other fans as well and i'm glad that we can be something like that you know um thanks man you all, we, we all go through shit life's hard no doubt dude Definitely. and and same thing it's like yeah, the, those the i've heard other accounts where they're just in the middle of nowhere little social mm. interaction and when they have social interaction um uh having similarities and or like similar th- interests you know it's, it's a hard thing to come by in those small little bubbles and oh yeah so we've heard that you know this type of our, our format on this show you know makes people feel like we're just hanging out and that's exactly what we're trying to do with the show every week we just want to hang dude you know fuck oath so. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny i was when you were going like you know as you know, someone with mental health issues, I was like, my nightmare was you going like, you know, it's glad to see Joel, like, you know, like, he's a psycho. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see that he can do something, you know. That's awesome, though, man. Thanks. That's, that's, that's cool. Kind words. Oh, love it's it. all, all good, guys. Honesty is a virtue. And like, you know, you got you to gotta live with some of your mistakes and other shit. And sometimes the best way to work through it is to just deal with your problems. So I, I, all exactly, I can say is it, it's... It's nice to have people you can listen to who talk shit, focus on something that isn't what your life is. It's about your art, the beauty mm-hmm. of art, the beauty mm-hmm. of people. So I'm all beauty here. Of art, beautiful people. Dude, that's yeah, so dude. Yeah. Perfect. That's exactly what this show is about, dude. The person <laughs> and their art. That's it. Yeah. We just want to talk to the person, get to know them. Which oh, and, and occasionally I'll have like a blast beetle, like a... 
Yeah. <laughs> or a digga digga zigga zigga. Or like a little gear nerd talk. It's going to do grind vocals oh, occasionally yeah, for the fucking hell of it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um, all right, let's do the plug situation real quick and then we'll get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. You got to do your rep, dude. Go for you it, Jess. Always. Uh, Battleforgecoffee.com. Oh, you know what, dude? Let's take that back down. Let's start plugging this thing right. This is Cali Death Podcast. We go live every single Thursday. Okay. And now we're doing it across multiple platforms. We haven't really been doing that other than Twitch, but it's on Twitch. It's on Facebook. It's on YouTube, all three at the same time. So you guys might be on here now. And from one of those three, what's up to you? And thanks for hanging out with us. But yeah, every Thursday night, I'm missing a Aloha shirt. I mean, shirt hat um you still have that hat or did you lose it or something no it's in the truck right now actually let's go take a break might make an appearance later on yeah. tonight yeah <laughs> it's right. the only hat i ever put on my head all right all right <laughs> we all we are live on all the things this is correct <laughs> that's true um go there every thursday night you know we do it uh pacific standard time you don't you're not supposed to say standard anymore it's just specific well time. there's specific daylight pdt and pst we, we just always say oh pst gosh, dude, just we're just like cali, ah, cali time yeah yeah <laughs> like you know we right. mean. I, I, I live in queensland which is even more fucking confusing because in australia <laughs> we're the only state that elects not to have daylight savings Oh, oh yeah. really? so so every other oh, state is on an that. hour different time zone to us oh no, no, weird yeah we, no, we're not changing our clocks, which I mean, why is the same way for us? Too? Crazy, yeah. Arizona, Arizona does like every other change. I don't even know. They're like, they don't really change, right? They stay- I, f- I feel like someone's up there playing some fucking political D and D game. I know. Like, oh yeah, D ten <laughs> motherfucker. Well, I mean, wasn't wasn't daylight savings time kind of made for farmers? Wasn't that kind yeah, of the reason why? So it's like farming trying to you know uh, extend the work day into the sunlight yeah yeah, themselves, yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, totally extend the work day that's exactly what it is dude get it's the like most just get rid of it. you more out of your day it's not to fuck you in the back so you know don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah the plants will still grow the same you know? I yeah, know. it's been good bro the plants be a different <laughs> number behind yeah there's a different I number assigned like to it that's it yeah. exactly right <laughs> yeah i mean uh it's funny too because they like it was on the ballot we voted for it to like then they're like no you voted and everyone was like fuck let's get rid of it and then they were like oh no you gave the higher ups like the option to make the decision for you i'm glad thanks it's a good vote i like them we vetoed common sense <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, they blamed man. it on the farmers but it's really just to get more labor out of us dude that's what it is all right so anytime uh cali death time or cali time we should say it's cdt for cali death time that's our... <laughs> there it is that sounds like down for that it does sound like central it's worse it's true i know it's I, I just think i always just say pacific time and you're like oh yeah okay pacific yeah, yeah. very all right LA. or no you do you do pacific and then you say eastern so it's just like so people just know it's like you know you go like <laughs> we're eight o'clock pacific 10 11 o'clock eastern oh yeah yeah, yeah. Or, well, yeah. Oh, i'm, I'm or really no, scared yeah, if i google cdt it's going to be like a tropical <laughs> disease or something <laughs> yeah i know right yeah <laughs> isn't that a new ai chat <laughs> <laughs> or it sounds uh, like a new compound that they would find in the like <laughs> yeah yeah, right. 33% CDT, dude. <laughs> um, 
All right. All right. We, we have a couple merch orders, so I'll do the live bagging right now. Hell oh, yeah. Sick, dude. Let's bag but it up. It's going to take me a little Wait, while you, to find the I, size. Well, you can't do a live bagging without the music, though. I know, but he's not he's not ready yet. I mean, we oh, oh, shit. We got yeah, live bagging? Yeah, oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm oh, no, my no, God. It's slacking. Here it comes. All right, this Where's one's you? for uh, Andrew Packer. Oh, Andrew. Oh, shit. What up, Andrew? <laughs> you should play that oh. video on here, dude. No, he's going to come on. He, uh, okay, I okay, him, okay. So we're going to wait. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, that's, dude, that and shit save was. Y, save one of the, re- save that little thing for that episode, too. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, can't find it. Shout out for a double He's an <laughs> old homie. Uh, definitely has been, he was one of the roommates in the, the Thunderdome, right? He lived there for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. We actually, so. Not the furniture, the Thunderdome. All right. We got a t shirt going out to, who's it going out to, did you say? Andrew. Andrew Packett. Oh, yeah, that's right. Back to Eddie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What do you know about Andrew? Cause long, I, I worked with him at Circuit City back when we were like long, like fifteen years, years and years ago, and he uh, he like made fun of me so much for watching football, and then he he's like obsessed with football now, and he just chose the Packers because his last name. I know. <laughs> he's like, I'm a Packers fan. I'm yeah. Andrew Packer. That's it. But uh, yeah, no, Is he it, uh, his band called Gypsy Hawk. Is that it, my yeah? Name? He was in that for a while. That was yeah, the, which was a metal, metal blade. blade band, right? Yeah, yeah. They yep. have an awesome yeah, music dude. videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. All right, here it goes into the bag right now. This is my oh. favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it makes this weird noise. You need like an <laughs> ASMR or something. For when it's is, yeah. Live bagging ASMR. <laughs> All right. Live bagging ASMR. Just like get it close <laughs> to the mic. Like, yeah. Is, it, is, is that you teabagging the microphone? Live bagging ASMR. <laughs> That's what yeah. it is, dude. All right. yeah. Oh, yeah. And dude. then yeah. other other shout out to uh, Brent Addison out of uh, Linwood, Washington, grabbing your uh, zombie shout medium t shirt right now. Boom. I actually, I'm coming down to Santa Cruz as my coworker finally wants to buy one. He saw the one that you gave me. I actually am an owner of Cali Death Podcast merch. Finally, guys, I l- literally got both the shirts. <laughs> yeah, we saw last week. Yeah. This week, I did it? Did I? <laughs> yeah, did yeah. one on the show. Oh, I did. Okay, he <laughs> <laughs> did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. I wear now. I remember. I wore the full color, but uh, yeah. Oh, uh, do you still want a barbecue at my place this weekend? That is, I do want to do that, but we'll we'll talk off the show about it because I don't know what our schedule is like on. Yeah, Saturday. we should plan something because gonna... okay. yeah, we'll talk about it. No, I definitely want to see all you guys. I want you guys to hang out with the kids and stuff. So we'll, we got to make it happen. For sure, we're only gonna be like stuck doing something Saturday evening. I don't know how long it's gonna take. It starts at four though, so. I mean, you have Anything a pretty good record of showing up to hang out like at the end of your night with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, you can make dude. it to fucking Chuck, uh, I'll drag Vegas the along, I'll... Vegas yeah. Death Fest, right? Yeah, like Vegas dressed Death all nicely. Fest, showed up at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> two a.m. in Vegas is like the start of the night. So, <laughs> and then we all flew right, here out goes Brent. You get the little ASMR treatment. Double here. bag. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> Oh, dude, that, one, that one was juicy. Dude. Ew. It's so funny. I actually found out, like, probably. Oh, like oh, here, here, hold on. I don't know. <laughs> like, somebody just went to sleep right now. Have you seen that shit? Because I didn't know what people always said ASMR, ASMR. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? 
and i remember seeing it like a, a it, it was like some i don't know it's some like auto sensory i have no idea but it, it, it can be anything it can be talking it can be a sound so like yeah, people true. literally sit there going slightly sibilant words yeah. <laughs> like a supple and it's like they, they get off on the pops and the hisses, you yeah. know, like that we usually yeah. want to avoid. And like, like it's yeah, like a weird thing because it makes you feel comfortable because it's like someone reading to you, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's yeah, all a psychological dude. thing. Well, the well, trippy ones on Twitch, it's though, it's just the women, they have like ear microphones. Have you seen those? Like they replicate ears. There's two, there's a microphone uh, on each side and they just go the whole time. They go. Oh, yeah. The binaural oh, microphones. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm, when I like clicked it one time, there was like. 4,000 people live Twitch just watching a girl go. <laughs> I was like, there's what like, the fuck there's, is going yeah, on? Like, there's something that um, like clicks in their brain where they, they, they get like a different sensation from listening to They stuff must have like their that, headphones just you know? turned up super loud and they're just like, like it's really happening. Yeah. yeah well, there's got out of 8 billion people, there is somebody out there that falls asleep to the sound of cans opening like Casey just did. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm not gonna lie, there's worse sounds in life. That's a sure. different way, but <laughs> it's like mine, mine's specifically a sardine or a tuna can, dude. I got sounds like being on tour, fall asleep, dude, falling asleep to cans opening. Like, yeah, gosh, like everyone's like, still partying. Uh, Shout out, right. Curtis, for the long explanation here. Mm. If you wear the head, my... mm. what's crazy is that if you get the head shaped one and wear headphones it simulates direction in the point of the room the sound that was made so it's like surround sound basically though. i did notice this recently with just wearing the apple pods mm. um, oh yeah the directional you turn your yeah. head yeah, yeah the focus of what you're listening to still stays where you it's work. really cool like with apple tv or shit like where you're like like on your oh, tv really? and you're like, you're like yeah it's crazy dude was yeah. oh, that the spiral, spiral sound or spiral yeah. Joel oh, never i don't know which version of the headphones no i have i have like i've never with my one <laughs> ear next time like... you have your ear pods in listen <laughs> to something listen to something and then turn your head to the left or the right yeah and it works it'll with the be thunder, like yeah. there's a point of of projection i think i turn it off Oh no, it's great. You would turn um, it off. I usually so, do because I didn't know what it meant. I was like turning it on and off, like seeing if I heard any difference, and then but I didn't know it was like uh, having to do with motion. Yeah, it is. It's a strange thing. All uh, right, we never really got through our plugs other because of live bagging threw us off. So, Colin, oh, where's coffee? The homies, yeah. uh, uh, Joseph's gonna be wearing their shirt all night, so uh, they get the nice. plug all night. But Battle Forge yeah, Coffee forged. is where all of you guys should be getting forged. your coffee, and I know all of you drink coffee. Don't fucking go to Starbucks and spend your five bucks or whatever. Buy a bag of Battleforge coffee, make it at home. It'll last you a lot longer and taste much better. Um, and they got right. shirts just like the professor was wearing, is wearing. Um, yeah, buy a shirt from us, calideathpodcast.bigcartel.com. Um, any shows or anything? Rehearsal Studios. That. What? Rehearsal Studios, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. General Generator Rehearsal Studios.com. Go to that website if you're in the SoCal area and uh rehearse there. Cool. Fifteen uh, minutes to go through that. I got <laughs> I got a show next Friday, not this okay. not tomorrow, but the week after. Last of Lucy are supporting the Zenith Passage oh, live yeah. in Long Beach. Right. So that'll be a good show. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome, That's man. Cruise out. Now Colin, 
Where, where yeah. do you want people to go for your stuff, dude? Uh, there's not really much at the moment because I'm in the middle of doing stuff for another EP and I'm a lazy bastard. I just did a run of stuff. But um, generally, you can go to my Bandcamp, usual address, monstersaroundus.bandcamp.com, or you can go monstersaroundus.bigcartel.com. And when I am doing stuff, you can grab it all there. I appreciate any support anyone wants to give me. You know, yeah. You guys know what it's like doing music. It's not yeah. necessarily a living, but we all dream of it. And you also hope that, you know, something clicks or, you know, it becomes more of a living or whatever. You know, I come from a very artistic family, so it's something that I deal mm -hmm. with anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. When the further underground we end up, it's the hard, the hardest to actually oh, hell make yeah. it a financial gain. And that ain't everything, we, but, you know. We do it for the art, though. Well, exactly. I mean, you gotta just do a podcast, and you can get like a nice place in Aspen, like I got here. <laughs> oh, damn, <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, Casey's, guys like like you're saying, he's up in Aspen right now. Just yeah, the light's so good, and his yeah, just, it just swallows him up. House. Yeah, I was just playing Bohemian Rhapsody on that piano before the episode. <laughs> oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, great. Rock out on the piano and just <laughs> shoot down the hill on some skis real quick, and <laughs> yeah. gondola back up, and yeah. Play some more Bohemian Rhapsody, dude. <laughs> that right. was poetry. Beautiful. <laughs> let's, uh, uh, let's get into uh, Colin, dude. So, Colin, mm. um, one, when I when I sampled all your catalog, you know, obviously the EDM, you know, electronic music. What another label? Another live bagging? Really? He's trying to am. He's trying to ASMR it. Every, it's supposed to be background. Everybody, uh, Andrew's <laughs> address, dude. Yeah, here it is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, I wanted to uh, first. We, you know, normally we get into uh, your beginnings and stuff, but there was just a question that I had. Yeah, for far you away, man. Up front, first is you know going back in your catalog um, mm -hmm. electronic music is way more prominent and then yeah the further along we get through your catalog the metal starts to you know leak its way into it yeah and sort so, of becomes a bit more of a major element as it progresses mm -hmm, obviously mm -hmm. and then when we get to the new ep when that comes out it's going to be a even bigger progression of the metal but also the electronic stuff you know everyone says right, that, right. it really is they're very different so what what uh, since you could and and the way that it comes in is kind of like you're you're uh just feeding little bits and pieces of it along the way until the bits and chunks get bigger and bigger so yeah how did how did that crossover happen for you like um where... let's put it down to okay okay I, i'm i'm one of those weirdos i've got like a messed up autobiographical memory so like i associate pictures with you know memories and things like that mm -hmm. um so honestly there's three things that contribute my love of electronic music and how i i eventually came back around to like mixing it all uh one my boy the algorithm this is his cap um nice. who's a if you guys haven't checked him out very much do oh um, i'm an old me, al algorithm fan for sure yeah, he's my he's my boy. So when I've gone over to Euroblast in Germany, I usually hang out with him and stay with him and stuff. He's an absolute legend of a human. Um, he's one of my favorite people in the fucking world. So shout out to Remy. Hell yeah. Um, basically, the algorithm, then through the rise of Synthwave and stuff like that, you know, people like Perturbator, um, 
Ghost, if you guys so, know that. Dude, not Ghost as in the metal band. Yeah. So I Yeah, I like I that enjoyed... ghost stuff. I like this shit, dude. So I've been waiting to chime in, but I'm super into electronic shit. Like so you. Yeah, he's, he's it's okay to like heavy stuff and electronic. Like, like Steve he's a guy Moore and Tangerine stuff. Dream. He's all oh, I've been into Danielle Tangerine Dream since the 90s. Like, I mean, I love all that. Yeah. One, one of the best soundtracks in history by them is the soundtrack to Sorcerer. Oh, Sorcerer is amazing. The movie Sorcerer. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to watch one. that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a really good soundtrack. Yeah. But yeah, dude, like uh, Ghost, like I have that that shit. Like the, what is it? Like G- G-O-S-T or something? Yeah. How's it spelled? Yeah. yeah. That, that shit's good really cool, Spooky man. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah dude that's some cool shit like actually yeah. shout out to him today he just announced he's signed a metal blade really so oh, shout damn. out to ghost his next album is coming out in 2024 on metal blade nice he just that's announced really it this cool. morning i saw it on instagram earlier, do, so. do you like the, the is it on relapse like zombie and stuff like that like yeah, that, yeah, yeah 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 steve moore isn't right he, isn't yeah exactly he, yeah steve moore's shit is so good dude i love that guy's music like uh um and like like some of his soundtracks like these crazy ass horror movies and shit like bliss and weird like shit like mm. dude it's fucking incredible so, like it's great and of course the stranger things dudes and kyle dixon and all that oh, hell yeah. it's amazing since we're, ta- since we're talking um, soundtracks and danny elfman real quick i just watched nightbreed yesterday fucking killer fucking movie dude oh yeah that was nightbreed dude how good is cronenberg <laughs> acting in that Dude. <laughs> like i'm sorry I'm, I'm like a fucking film super nerd so oh, if you dude, go into that shit yeah. we're going to be on a deep deep torrent of hell yeah um dude. i am a fanatic person about movies particularly horror <laughs> dark thrillers asian action and extreme cinema well, what's the first talking? What's yeah, the yeah first, i'm sure we do <laughs> the first uh what's the dude who did lord of the rings the first one's in like new zealand uh oh, peter jackson like brain dead brain dead have you guys yeah. have seen that shit right yeah it's like, one of the funniest films ever. Rich and creamy, just the way I like it. <laughs> the chain, the, the uh, lawnmower. The, yeah, the, the lawnmower. lawnmower just, like, the it literally has a dude starting up a lawnmower and then just running over to people inside a house. Yeah, dude, it goes the, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, that movie is dude. amazing, dude. That's Peter Jackson. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's he did so one funny. before that that he acts in. I can't remember the name of it though, but it's like, oh, about yeah, there was aliens one. invading. Yeah, yeah. I used to have all those on DVD. Like, yeah, what was that one called? Uh, I can't remember. It's nuts, though. It's absolutely yeah. nuts. Yeah. Totally. And that, I'm sorry, like, I, was, I was zoning out while you guys sorry. were saying that. You're talking about Dead Alive, right? Yeah, I think that Dead, Alive. Dead Alive. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think the one we're talking brain... So, oh, so okay. I, I'm, I'm going to do a quick check because I'm one of those dudes. I need to know. D- Dead Alive had two names, though. D- didn't it? Wasn't it, did. it called something before? It was called something else, but I can't remember the other one. I just know that my my... Uh, versions yeah. of Dead Alive. Dead Alive is for sure the the, the uh, one that's known. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one we're talking know. about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, oh no, no. So the one I'm talking about, which may be what what is Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if there's a different name. The one I'm talking about it does have a different. Is one. Bad yeah, Taste. Bad Taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's one I'm the talking. One, yeah, about. I used to have all those on. I don't know. So where wait, maybe I still do somewhere. That's actually. not the. That's not the same. No, I don't think it is. No, I think it was in a different. The bad taste is different. Yeah. The bad taste is they're all in New Zealand. Yeah. So, but the thing is, I also can't tell, you know, like a lot of these things in Australia and New Zealand, it might have had a different film title because oh. we're in international territory. So some stuff ends up getting a slightly brain different dead. title. Yeah. yeah. It was called Brain Dead. Okay. So Dead, dead Alive. Alive is Brain Dead. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. And That's so, yeah, right. It, 
it's known as branded internationally, but in the US, I think it was dead. Have you guys seen that's because, well, I don't know, but I'm assuming it's because of the movie called Brain Dead with Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman. Uh, yeah, totally that, rad fucking movie, though. Which is an insane fucking movie. Insane, dude. Yeah. I, I love the, the Halsey. I mean, you know me, and I'm not, I didn't mean to bring it up this quick, but Lynch and what's reality, what yeah. isn't, that's a big thing in Brain Dead yeah. as well. Like, and and he's fucking uh, with brains. We, well, we, well, because we, we don't want to digress purely into cinema, but I need to mention one film because I say this to everyone who's a horror person. A lot of people don't know it, but it was made by like a major filmmaker, and it's not necessarily a good film, but you know, like those horror films that are so just <laughs> late night schlocky and awesome mm. that you just don't really care. Oh like, yeah, got the yeah. right actors, the right people. So has has anyone here seen Blood Creek? No. Blood Creek? No. Like so it was directed it, by kidding. Joel Schumacher. Like, oh, as in really? Batman and Robin Joel Schumacher later on in his career. It is down. a horror film starring Michael Fassbender and Henry Cavill, super early in their careers. Michael Fassbender, it's set on like a Idaho Midwest property, and Henry Cavill's like a farmhand. Mm-hmm. And Whoa. they somehow awaken an undead Nazi played by Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> if you have oh, never seen this film, oh, you have to fuck, fucking okay. watch it. It is batshit, and it was like like what they would call a high budget horror film. It was like a thirty to forty million dollar budget. Two thousand eight, wow. yeah, in two thousand and eight. So it was quite a high budget horror film for that period. Damn, dude, and it's absolutely mental. You need to see. It. I'm not saying it's good, but it's hundred percent worth <laughs> watch if you love that sort of horror. It's just batshit that it was even Blood made. Creek. Like, these yeah. actors, where they went after that, what? I have a quick recommendation for you. The retaliators, dude. We had uh, the gear brothers on gear brothers. It, I, we did an episode with them. And I don't know if you watched it, Colin. But oh, yeah. I did. I did. I loved that one. Any, anything yeah. with these like indie filmmakers. I'm all, all here for yeah. like, like our sort of music. They don't necessarily have the best livings. They don't make the best money, but holy side, shit. Do they care about what plug. they make? Yeah. What happened on that show is uh, possibly going to turn into a side podcast that we've been working on and and behind the True scenes. Shit. Yeah, dude. It's more than keen on that. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk to our lawyers about that. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, dude. Poor man, cinema, dude. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Those guys are really cool, and uh, yeah, it's so cool that they have a few scripts in in their pocket mm. too, ready to. Have damn new stuff made, dude. No, and they seem like good dudes. So good Great on giving dude. them some exposure. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean Carrie's their brother, so of course we would. <laughs> Shout I feel like they were giving us exposure, you know. I was like, man, you guys... <laughs> yeah. no, I was I was in Japan when that episode. It's crazy happened. the uh, like yeah. reviews and because I follow them now and they post like reviews and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, that's so cool that like it's mm. that strong you know for being you know independent like it was you know yeah no it's 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 awesome they're able to do what they're doing and any of those guys doing that sort of work i fully respect and appreciate because fuck that is a yeah. hard slog we think music's hard that's a whole nother level of hard i don't want to I mean, deal with sure. lawyers and other bullshit and all that but other they, well, stuff darren yeah. like a carrie's brother is just, I, I always joke around about them is they just have like this this gene like mm. they just like like Carrie's brother. I mean, Darren's been in so many bands in Hollywood that have you know got signed to pretty big labels and all the things. And then one day he's just like, "I'm gonna do movies now." Like while well, he's got like life of the party jeans. 
Yeah. They're the life of the party, guys. You know, there's a dude from that movie, party movie, Orange County, like one of the co-stars with Jack Black, made a movie with Darren when they were teenagers. It's called Oh uh, True. Fuck. And uh, yeah, and I I forget I forget the name. Something boys, so, like something not Lost Boys, but something like that. And uh, yeah, we used to have the posters everywhere in Carrie's room when I was a kid. And I remember I met his name's RJ. He's been in like a bunch of Budweiser commercials and stuff too. <laughs> but, uh, but I remember I met him when I had like my first like partied out moment as a kid on the I was on the bathroom floor, had been throwing up all night. And he's like, "Hey, do you mind moving your head so I can piss?" I'm like, hey, RJ, you're RJ from Orange County. You're Jack Black. That's crazy. I'm like, I'm like a little kid, just like, just don't piss on my face. Everything's cool. I was about to say, I'm like, like, move my head away from it. I hope. I was, like 16, so I would be a little. We've all been there. Is that your first celebrity encounter? Yeah, I'm like, what's up, brother? I'm all nice, looking good. I'm just kidding. Looking good. But, but yeah, uh, to, 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 to kind of, uh, I think, your question, to bring it back yeah. from the film thing. I don't even was, know yeah, what it was. Al- <laughs> a- algorithm, synthwave music, yeah. and then oh, the yeah. third part, which is now it's coming in more, is my love of just extreme metal that combines more industrial yeah. elements and stuff, um, which yeah. is a good point to shout out to some of my good mates, the Amenta. Oh, oh yeah, we lads. toured with them. Yeah, we toured. Huge them. fan of those guys, Eric and that yeah. fucking the best dudes to hang out with. I just hung out with yeah, them I like those a guys. few months back at Emperor, so it was good to yeah. see them again. First time in ten years, so because they hadn't toured, COVID happened, shit happened. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Good. We had yeah. Robin on the podcast. Yeah, yeah Robin yeah, was Robin the and... drummer. Yeah, when we yeah, no, them, Robin, yeah. good old frog. Yeah, no, I met <laughs> yeah, him for the first time at that show. Frog, yeah. dude. I met yeah. him for the first time there, so it was really nice to catch up with him too. Because we've talked shit on Instagram as well a couple of times. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a he's an absolute sweetheart. Not a blast yeah. bonk, blast bonk, yeah, right. blast bonk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Wasn't he like sitting on the floor the whole time too? I think he was like his couch was. Oh yeah, he was he... moving around a little bit. Yeah, I still tell the story about um, the spiders and shit that he, you guys have to deal with. That he was like kind of yeah. dealing with the kind of trees that were like similar to christmas trees and there's a spider there's like well, this one like the most deadly spider you guys have but it doesn't you have to like really fuck with it to like for it to bite you but um oh, you just have them on him all the time yeah yeah i know he'd have them on him all the time just like ah. and i'm just like you guys are fucking oh and they're like something. super deadly different yeah. breed they're like the most deadly it's well, yeah I, I, I ain't made for well, that shit i'm arachnophobic so fuck that god you're in the wrong place <laughs> I'm really starting to learn that as I get older in life. You know, as you rethink everything in life, you're like, "What have I been doing wrong?" Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a. I'm arachnophobic too. It's like total. There's a that one episode with Eruption. I had a spider jump at me off the screen. That's like a clip. That was funny, dude. That was funny. <laughs> Watching the playback of that was hilarious. I was don't like, know if I've seen that. So I need to see that shit at some point because I listened yeah, to that yeah. episode, but I don't remember. I wasn't watching. I don't always watch the video, obviously. So I'm like, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I need to see that shit. No, oh, man. There's been multiple animal fights on the show, too. Like, that should be in the mix. Like, oh, mostly cat fights, cats fighting yeah. and then Joel fighting a spider. <laughs> spider Thankfully, my cat's sleeping outside, so he's pretty chill at the moment thank you. yeah <laughs> no like casey i, I basically walk, casey had to be front row for a cat fight actually here at the place i'm at right now uh, uh, oh god <laughs> well there was one that night oh you're right holy shit yeah because you were sitting at the table which is right next yeah. to their like play area 
I remember on, Travis, Travis from Caldy Cap. Yeah, that was one of the classic one. ones. That's like one of the biggest yeah, ones. It's, on the, it's on the clip. Yeah. yeah. I try to put them on the clip if they happen just to like <laughs> put them in there. But there was one of my ex girlfriend's place. And then there was one when I was up there uh, visiting you guys, Anthony. Yeah. Then, yeah. So I've had two on. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh, uh, shit. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to ask you. Yeah, go for it, Joseph. Go Fire for it. away, gentlemen. So, <laughs> so at the time you were getting into like algorithm type stuff, uh, yeah. did you play guitar yet, or were you like mostly a just a electronic producer? Um, my musical history is long and complicated. Uh, so at the age of about, sorry if this is a bit long winded. Um, oh, yeah. dude, take we, it away, dude. dude. Like at the age of about, podcast, you have five. the mic. Thank you. Um, at the age of about five, I had about two years of classical flamenco training. All right. Um, mm. I have had, you know, bits of piano tutoring throughout my life. Not ever committed to anything, but, you know, just understanding basics. I can't say I'm good at it, but I can do enough to work, you know, MIDI controllers next to me and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I was a jazz clarinetist for my entire life from 16 to 20 nice. um, at school i played in dixieland combos big bands orchestras like benny you know. goodman type stuff yeah yeah like full swing music and Damn, shit. that's crazy so like nice. legit swing Dude. jazz um yeah yeah. Sweet. yeah like like i was saying before we jumped on my whole family's like that my dad's a was a sculptor uh my brother's got a phd in music and he's a violinist wow oh, okay um, so it's sort of just part and parcel of my family. My mom, That's my mom cool. used to do French stuff, like speaking French and that. So, like you know, we all try and have some sort of Your mom artistic instruments too. Uh, from memory, she can play the piano. Okay. My dad was like, I think he was like bagpipes and marching band stuff when he was at school. So, hmm. bit bit more bit more chaotic. But you know, he became a sculptor for quite a while in his life before becoming a high school teacher. So. So you're just naturally seeing everybody just constantly create around you. As, yeah, um, and I've I've, I've always been remember. Yeah, and I've always been in music. Like it's not something um you know, I grew up when I was growing up I also did a lot of like um show theater productions like Oliver and Pirates of Penzance and stuff like that, like singing backline <laughs> and shit like that. Um you know, I did drama sort of stuff, always tried to apply myself and do things. And then once I got out of school, my first proper band was a band with some good friends of mine. Um, shout out to Geordie, Patty and Mike. Um, was a band called, oh, and Johnson and Sam. Sorry, I can't forget the two bass players we've had during that as well. Um, that was a band called Apex Null. And we were like... I can't say we were great, but I had a lot of fun. You know, when you do your first band, yeah. you really fucking love it. Mm -hmm. uh, we were like a crossover of like Opeth and The Haunted is the best way to describe it. Okay. So like proggy sections, but then a lot of like really fast melodic. No, I wouldn't say melodic death, but more leaning on melodic thrash um, mm -hmm. side of things. It sounds more intricate than I thought it would have been. I'm, I can't say we did it well. <laughs> but but we, well, the way but we that you described it. it yeah i didn't think that it was that like thought out but it sounds pretty thought out and i was just thinking like those those situations in life are just learning how to work with other humans in one space for you know x amount of time at you know you're getting the the jam space vibe like 
can I walk? Oh yeah, it's it's like I already knew how to work in an orchestra and stuff, but that's compositional work, so you already have a foundation and you all know what you're playing. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. When you come into a situation for the first time, we're like, "Hey, we're writing shit, and no one knows what they're doing, and we're not doing covers or something else." You yeah. know, it's it's an interesting time, and I it's did a that weird time too, especially if yeah. you don't know those dudes completely, because then you're starting to learn about them through whatever they're con- trying to contribute to writing. I was song, you know? very lucky in my circumstance. My drummer was a dude I went to high school with. My guitarist was a guy I went to university with. The other guitarist was a guy I went from the age of five through every year of schooling with. So you have plenty of, <laughs> yeah, back so, so, all the dudes. Yeah, and we all knew each yeah. other and there was no issues ever or anything, That's but it was just up. like it was fun to make tunes. Um, right. And then partway during that, I personally got into more and more extreme music. Um, you know, like high How'd school. How did you come and, across it? Well, like uh, probably about uh age of like 11 or 12 and i remember this like like i said way too much memory recall i was 11 possibly 12 that's the only part i don't remember is the exact age but it was at a friend's pool party in primary school so primary school's pre high school college you know yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. stuff like um and you know that w- it was <laughs> i do remember specifically it was a girl's 16th or 17th birthday mm-hmm. and pick stuff's playing and while everyone was in the pool, one of the guys jumped out that I didn't really know very well from our school. And what ended up happening is he swapped out the CD and he chucked Great Southern Trend Kill in. Nice. <laughs> but he put it straight to Suicide Note Part 2. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, no one's expecting that. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is happening? And the Even great from the front of that troopers, album, though, too, would you that like would, to know more? Know <laughs> oh, it was nuts. Yeah. Like, it was the craziest thing I'd ever heard, like, at that age. Before that, I was into, like, you know, pop punk and dumb pop music and stuff being a primary school kid, you know, just liking music. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened. And it was quick descent downhill after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that a was, gateway band. So was it a positive thing or what, what were you feeling oh, it was at sick. that moment? Yeah. Oh, it was, uh, it was positive as hell for me. It was. It was. I rem- I still remember too. After that, a few weeks later, I was at like a big W here or something, like you know, like a supermarket sort of place, and they had CDs out and like so. You know, we're talking in the nineties, obviously. Um, I had. C- I'm 38, by the way, so I'm about. I'm a similar age to um, you guys. I'm, I'm um, the same age, dude. So I, I I'm feeling you right now. You know how I feel. Um, and I remember seeing Great Southern Trend Kill there on that new release rack. And I was like, hey, mom, can I rattlesnake staring at you. And my mom was just like, yep, yeah, all right, whatever. My parents weren't <laughs> big on censorship and other stuff, which I, mm-hmm. I do love them. Neither were mine, which was a plus. Oh, hell yeah. I see it as a plus because it let me understand like the maturity of things earlier on my own. It, I didn't have to the, like, or, lecture me on it. expanded the horizons a little bit more, you know. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, what were we talking about? Sorry, now we're getting sidetracked again. We're, talking, we're just talking getting about? exposed to um, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so, more so, extreme music at that so pool party. It was Pantera. Pantera. And then the following year, I was straight into, I was then getting into more extreme thrash. So Slayer, Old Exodus, Testament Creator. And you're um, doing just all the digging yourself. No other f- friends are digging with no, you. No, no one. Most of the guys at my school, like the heaviest they went at the start before I started sort of digging and, you know, we started sharing stuff and whatnot. And people developed as they went through. Um, most of those guys were, you know, your typical at that age, system of a down, slipknot, rob zombie. Mm-hmm. Like those were the three things. Yeah. And I, I like that stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I do they, too. they wrote some sick tunes. I can't deny it. 
Um, But I I sort of wanted to go deeper and more extreme. So I went more in that thrash direction. Um, By a bit later in high school, like finishing up high school, an old guitar friend of mine, Keegan from school, I still remember him going, you got to check this out. And he gave me a blank, you know, like what was a blank CD? He didn't have anything written on it or anything. He's just like, here, you got to listen to this. Chuck and I got home and that ended up being The Sound of Perseverance by death. Mm, um, nice. And then it changed massively after that because I kind of just mm-hmm. went deep diving into... Um, I sort of went more in like a, a, a deathcore melodic death direction, then came back around to extreme death and slam and like, you know... My favorite bands is uh, Cryptopsy and Suffocation. So nice, nice. I'm more your old school, extreme death side of things. So, would you think that it was like the melody of Chuck's riffs that sent you down that first, you know, metal? Would you say that it was deathcore, metalcore? Well, that double kick and just having vocals. Like I always liked extreme vocals, but for a while there, I was a bit backwards and forwards about how much I liked them. Mm-hmm. And I always found Chuck's like particular accent and tonality and his enunciation was just at that pleasing. time was just savage. It was sharp. It cut with the notes. You know what I mean? It didn't right. feel like it was just, it wasn't as blunt, but you know, like at the same time, my favorite cannibal corpse, you know, song is pounded into dust. So like <laughs> that's as blunt as you get for cannibal corpse. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> uh-huh. That album uh-huh. turned 24 today. That's Whoa. terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today it is. That is actually terrifying. I know, um, right? But yeah, so, so just more and more extreme. I always listened through the whole of high school and stuff. I was always into electronic music too. So I always listened mm-hmm. to a Montauban, Aphex Finn, Square Pusher, Ortesha. I was going to say Aphex Twin was yeah. some... I was getting some vibes from some of your stuff. Thanks, yeah, man. I was like, there's, there's no way that he... Didn't come across Apex Twin, you know. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like uh, you can't not. And in my opinion, he's one of those guys that's almost polarizing in electronic music. I don't think you can genuinely hate him unless you just don't have taste. I truly agree with that, dude. (laughs) I don't mean that, and and like saying you're 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 like you have to listen to him. But I think everyone who's heard him can recognize the genius of what he's doing, right? And that it isn't just a one-off thing, and he is very individual. There What's the one album? It's a double album, and like Drew X. Oh like yeah, I'm, God, I'm terrible. With I the can't even. I, it, you don't even know how to say it, but no. It, well, it, like that's electronic music in a nutshell. Half the album title is like dots and things. Well, and, I, that one also introduced me to the idea of prepared piano, which is oh hell yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. basically, you know, putting things in various spots literally physical objects yeah your piano oh yeah change the sound of yeah, yeah change the sound well, and tonality an, and, and, and pitch and everything an interesting discussion i think that it's a, one to have i don't know if we need to do it tonight but no, <laughs> is the difference between like kind of in that whole area of like 70s kind of time or whatever you're thinking of like mm-hmm. like say tangerine dream or like craft yeah. work is a more commercial but like you know like a lot a lot of people associate like the early electronic stuff music coming from like you know german like type shit um but also like there and of course it was happening in the 60s and 50s and actually even yeah like way back a little bit with like all the french stuff music concrete and all that stuff but but like taking like Hmm. the genres of like okay so like you could they i think that they they didn't call themselves minimalism it was like kraut rock but not it's not kraut rock but it was like basically the german stuff right yeah and then you got minimalism so then you got like you know uh 
Philip Glass or like Terry Riley and yep, yep. you know Steve Reich and all that kind of stuff, uh, Lamont Young, all that. And then there's like the experiment, like and then there's John Cage or like the experimental type shit. Yep, yep. And of course John Zorn and all the guys and all that. But there's like they're all different like kind of things that kind of like meld together in certain ways. But like mm-hmm. I feel like 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 minimalism has like a is really cool but it has a very like specific artistic statement that just kind of is like like it's like a like a it's like a like a like a like a display or like a like a Mm. uh like what am i thinking um like a an artistic thing like a what do they call presentation yeah like it's like it's like it's like making a point like art but it's not necessarily the most fun to listen to it's not like music made to just like like to or like or like 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 some people like like when you write music to like give you that like the best energy it can be like with i feel like that's with metal oh, so, so, yeah you're talking about like evocative music where yeah it's, it, it's yeah an emotional response it, even if it's something that's not exactly like complex right. or or anything because the thing is some, then, some some of the weirder sounds can prompt those things yeah so. and so I, I kind of feel like it's like okay if you take like three sides of it, like experimental is like on the farthest away from it's just like pure artistic, like just doesn't matter if the music makes you feel good or not, or if it's even music, mm. it doesn't matter. And then in the middle is like that minimalism where it's like, well, it's still be like Philip Glass stuff. It's like, it's still musical. It's still like, it's like soundtracky, but it's also like artistically put in this point of like the certain repetitions and things. Like yeah. There's construction of some sort of like normal music. structure. Yeah. In this. yeah. And then there's like, like the elect so but i but i feel that like like a lot of electronic music in general even your music or stuff that we were talking about earlier the tangerine dream stuff all that is like free of that though it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's a different like you can't call it minimalism it's not you know and it's not experimental i mean it has elements of like especially the first three albums of tangerine dream are very experimental but oh most of that music like after that and like all the you know up into the stuff we're talking about stranger things or or all this whatever like all the different in-betweens like mm. that music still has like a uh like a sound or a palette like that's like really like pleasant like there's something about it that's like it's not just artistically like jarring for that statement mm. it's mm. like the music itself is built to be as good as just like classical is or just like yeah, death metal sure. and other things even though to some people death metal is jarring but necrophagist or something like you know it's, it's just like it's just pr- it's pretty it's like a pillow necrophagist yeah. ain't so jarring let's go necrophagia yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's, that's a long point I was saying. but but i i love i was listening to your stuff earlier and i was just like dude like Thank this you. is so fucking cool like i love the electronics stuff like i love all of it i love the metal like mix too but like i think it's really cool like with soundtrack stuff or even these composers that we're talking about like being able to like veer venture into like the experimental and crazy stuff, but then also bring it into this like musical form. That's like really pleasant to listen to. Like yeah. it's hard to do that. So, I mean, all of it's good. I like all kinds of music and I love all the different arts and all the shit, but mm-hmm. like on a regular basis, like I listen to, I have like a, like I, I put stuff in genres on my like playback mm-hmm. stuff for Apple music. And I just kind of change the genres. And so that's th- those are the playlists I do. I just put things in like metal death and certain genres, but I have like an ambient electronic genre and I listen to that more than any other genre by far. Like it's, it's whatever triggers your brain when you need yeah. to listen to music. Cause just cause you love playing like death and love death doesn't mean yeah. it's the thing that holistically makes you feel better in life when you like, oh. I love death metal, but sometimes if I chuck some shit on, I'm like, fuck, I can do two songs at best, bro. And I'm done. You know, there's metal albums where they're like, 
we are doing 70 fucking minutes and you will listen to every blast beat. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Vital Remains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Vital Remains, by the way. Dechristianize is one of the sickest death metal albums ever. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> my, my Easter tradition before I had my partner living with me, my old housemate Tim, shout out to him. Um, he's the he's in a group, I, I believe he's in it. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm going to be really bad here. Pretty sure he's in a group called Malignant Aura, who are a death doom mm. sort of thing here. Um, we used to have an Easter tradition. When it hit Easter, we would play the intro from that, you know, the whole like hammer down the nails let the killing yeah. begin jesus sacrifice yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was our easter tradition was having a beer and putting that on together <laughs> oh it's so good dude <laughs> hammer down the i mean everything that we just talked you guys just talked about is really just like how much tension and release do you want in your listening experience at that moment you know damn straight sure. 100 yeah. Oh, yeah and vinyl remains is tension the whole fucking time except for like the solos then you, you yeah. get release on the solo parts where it gets all if, if, if you're shit, lucky you know? they stop blasting under a solo but the double <laughs> kick is still the same speed so it's kind of not really relevant anyway and you're still getting pummeled to fuck while you're listening to it like have you ever heard a backbeat on a vital remains track like with just like, <laughs> <laughs> like an iron maiden fucking gallop i'd laugh so hard it'd be funny if they yeah. like took like a whole giant like classical concert that all these people thought they were going to and they got like fooled and then they, that would the be curtain awesome. comes down and it's just vital remains or something <laughs> like and they're just like sitting there like one of my favorite black metal bands ever is kind of like that where it's like a lot of blasting very neoclassical mm -hmm. moments i don't know if you guys like them or not um keep of callison oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah dude that's like Some of the like, fastest uh, speed picking that I have heard. The vengeance that rising. It's fucking absurd. Armada or something. Is that yeah, the Armada. Yeah. Yeah. That album <laughs> just blew shit. my fucking wig, dude. That's why it's I'm still bald to this now. day. It's cooked, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's still to this day. I'll chuck that album. I'm like, how is this like nearly twenty years ago? how it's faster and more extreme yeah. than any shit now still and it's, it's just sound, cool. and the mix is great everything's yep. right out there in the mix it was yeah that i i was wondering why that album didn't blow that band up more you know i still didn't I think, hear too many people talk about that band like i, I think it was lineup changes because they kind of yeah. had a lot of vocalist changes and stuff and the good thing is now for the last like probably decade mm -hmm. um Earl and oh, what's his name? Earl and C or whatever his name is, the the, the guitarist, Casper. Um, mm -hmm. Obsidian C, Obsidian C. I'm trying to remember these black metal names. Um, <laughs> he's like a freak musician, freak guitarist, and everything. But he's also now the vocalist for like the last bunch of albums. So the guy who was yeah, playing all that insane speed picking murderer. is now doing vocals at the same time. And I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. That's ridiculous. We've <laughs> Casey, Joel, and I have had spent a month on the road with that guy he was nothing but no 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 it's uh, a different it's a different one different dude, dude. oh you, you you just said casperson said after no he said no 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 so that's where i got it obsidian c is who i'm talking about earl and casperson was that little tech day a bass player guy from spawn of possession and I said and yeah, yeah, yeah yeah come on guys i always fuck up names <laughs> Yes, works of the heart. Correct. S O P Erland. That is. I just the heard Erland. I was like, the homie. 
That guy's yeah, also it, a legend. I've been watching his oh shit on YouTube God. and listening to his yeah. album since the shit existed. So it's he's a freak. He is a. I mean, you know, not to bring up Igor again because we just saw him and we're all freaked out. And that was bring one of the up Igor. Bring <laughs> that up was a uh, yeah, yeah. But like Erlen, like that that his personality is perfect for that man because he's so different and unique as a human being too. But he's also like yeah. a ripping bass player. But um, he's got his own style to him that's like no one I've ever met in my life because you know I've been i've been on the road with him for a month and stuff like that and uh all seeing eye that's right he was an all seeing eye right that was erwin's man that that's one of the ones he's been blood Blood red throne is the fucking throne best i love yeah that's the one yeah i saw them actually that's the first time i saw dimmu live was they were opening for dimmu and they were like come out out what it was me maddie way and like all like met up there i like first had it was one of those days where i was like you know still touring musician guy and i was like all right so I got to go say what's up to, you know, Vale of Maya at fucking Slims and then watch their set and then maybe watch a little bit of Periphery or something. And then we ran over to fucking Regency and then saw Erlen play with fucking um, with Blood Red Throne and then Enslaved and then um, Dimio with a Derek, Derek uh, Demon Carcass was there. And he was going like, because to me, I was just Dimio in my head was just a span I knew I wasn't going to like. I, I made that decision up before I heard them. I don't know why. Just maybe the the logos or i don't know why like i was like it's a cradle of filth band i'm not gonna get into it and uh, i went there and i was like they played most of like fucking that puritanical yeah oh, yeah. yeah they played the most of that album live euphoric misanthropia yeah yeah it's called they played Dude. they played that most of that album live and uh, like, derek was like smacking me going like dude they never play all these songs like from that album like this is insane and i'm like i was like at the time, I mean, the light show and everything, I was like, this is the, one of the sickest bands we've ever seen. <laughs> like, I was completely blown away. And their production is ridiculous at that point. By that, yeah. by that life, their production already was. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah, that changed my at, world. Uh, where we saw Igor, I saw uh, Dimu on the Puritanical tour with Cryptopsy. Jesus. And, mm. and it was, I was, uh, so you know, Joel, you know how the balconies were where we were? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if we were to take a right and then go towards the stage on the other side of the, uh, yeah, on that side, just looking down on the stage, watching the intro to the album being played by their keyboard, key organist, or whatever he was fucking. That thing was huge, dude. I don't even know what he had like multiple keys. But it was—he was like a was, Terry Bazio of keyboards. It was crazy, dude. And he did the whole intro, and you know how, how yeah, we're talking like, about yeah. tension and release. That intro to that album is full on tension and release, and and then they go into that first track, dude, and you see Nick Barker fucking. Oh yeah, the Blast dude. Machine. That dude's a eagle eye on Nick yeah. Barker and everybody that's on stage, dude. It was it was amazing, dude. That album, I that was an anticipated album by me. Joel, you were a little late to that game because I was, was really the Cradle fan and Dimu fan. And uh, what was the one right before it? A spiritual dimension, some shit. Uh, black dimension. Spiritual yeah, black dimension. Spiritual black dimension. So, so yeah. there's actually a weird link. I'm not sure if you guys know this. So one of the albums, I might have to, bear, bear with me while I'm going to do a quick Googling while we're talking. Go for it, go for it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a look. So, Timmy Borgia. So, I grew up watching a lot of, like, hardcore bands and, you know, underground Aussie metal bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was an Aussie metal band I remember growing up watching called Stronger Than Hate. And they were, like, <laughs> a familiar. hardcore sort of band, right? 
Stronger um, than hate, dude. What the fuck? Is, what would you call that, dude? Uh, I, I don't know. Straight, full height. <laughs> full height. Full, full of hate. <laughs> Just like like mildly Not brewing height. <laughs> it's funny when you say that because you say like, an Aussie band. So I always think of like imagine having like Ozzy Osbourne singing like a metalcore band. <laughs> well, well, so, so the lead guitarist on Spiritual Black Dimensions uh-huh. is an Australian guy that was living in Norway at the time who had the stage Whoa. name Astanu. And I used to, I grew up watching him in hardcore bands after he was in Dimu and he was just standing around a baseball cap playing riffs. It's fucking sick. Damn. Down to Norway now. <laughs> but he was literally fun. in Dimu Borgia for like a bunch of albums. Wow. Damn. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. If you look up Astonu, you'll see he's like, he's got a bit of a, a history. So it says, just having a look here, um, he's the Aussie black metal band Lord Chaos. And that's how we met them over in Norway. Um, okay. And Is then, that one? Yeah. Up? The dude from Old Man's Child, did he join Dimu at that time too? After uh, around the same time, yeah. So, yeah. so this Aussie well, guy was on Godless Savage Garden and Spiritual Black Dimensions. Godless Savage Garden, dude. That's I was probably listening EP. to Savage Garden when that came out. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Australian man, I lived through that shit. Were, you know, dude. I did. <laughs> and it was like 96, 97. It's it's probably, I think it might, might have been like 97, 98. Or it was around that time. It was, I think it was I think <laughs> maybe 98, 99. But yeah, it's like basically uh, the same era. I'm all just jamming truly, like, madly, hilarious. deeply. Like, dude, I love that <laughs> Dude, I'm Australian. I heard that shit on every advert. Were they, were they Australian? Radio. They're from Brisbane, where I live. So, oh shit! Or in, Whoa, that's funny. Like a town just south. It's like you know, not even half an hour. So, is Savage Garden like what? What, is, what, is, what does that even mean? Uh, actually, we were talking about another band that's not yeah. from Aussie, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There... But yeah, I have no, I have no clue. I think it's just like a, a in, in their context, it's probably some you know, like half Lovecraftian, you know, okay, evocative yeah. imagery. If you just think about the, the concept of a savage garden, it, you can create your own image of what that is. I'm thinking of a concept of a, yeah. dude, a dude sitting in a silver chair in, a, in the savage garden. Oh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> and they said <laughs> silver chair, god well, damn it. I was thinking it. back to that. I, I, I remember that time, and I remember like being a, like a young, young buck, and that yeah, shit came out, chair. and it was like. And I was like, Savage Garden. I'm just like, what the hell does that mean? I like didn't understand. <laughs> Dude, well, I'm thinking but like Silver I, Chair, though. I never questioned the Silver Chair. I was a big fan of, of that first Frog Stomp album. Man, what yeah, about yeah. you, Colin? What, yeah, do this. They were children. Yeah. They were like 13 years old when they like broke, that, broke out. That first that song, Yeah, with the frog on it. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Frog Stomp. And also yeah, the yeah. song Madman that's all like instrumental. And then at the end, it goes, mm-hmm. Madman. Those dudes definitely, whether you like it or not, they wrote a lot of sick music through their career. Whether it's your kind of music or not, they were very. I actually randomly watched a documentary. I watched a documentary on the singer like about a month ago, and like how he became super introverted and didn't want to talk to anyone. He like kind of like quit. He quit. Basically, made the band go away, and he got like super weird and like didn't want to interact with anyone. Darren Hayes. Yeah, yeah, but it was yeah. drugs though. But <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not talking well. normal, like we're not talking like weed or booze. We're talking a no, lot no, no. Hard. We're talking hard, hard. We're talking yeah, hard, yeah. hard. Yeah, he was getting, he was hard. That was hard. Yeah, D- I guess deep a, savage, in it, so. a savage garden would be like carnivorous plants and poisonous plants all mixed together. It's just all savage. <laughs> just a bunch of like fucking Venus flytraps. Like... Yeah. It, it's literally Venus. It's, it's like a terrarium of Venus flytraps. In the center is that plant that once Little every ten years smells like rotting corpses. 
<laughs> that would be yeah, the that one. Savage exactly. Yeah. That's in the middle. It doesn't do. There's one in Sydney, in Australia. Like, like every oh, time it opens, people go down there to check it out because they're like, I'm, "I want to see how I'm, bad this is." I got a, I got one of those uh, Venus flytraps when I was a kid and was so excited. Brought it home, went to San Francisco, got it, and I gave it a piece of hamburger and it died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not meant to eat like. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I remember just like I'm all, dude. This thing is fucking gnarly. It's just all, it goes like, um, and just goes like. It's just like all, right. all the seasoning and fucking uh, factory like, farming. I didn't know Venus flytraps thing. had allergies, dude. I didn't know. <laughs> anyway. I actually had those too, and it, they would catch the flies, dude. It's crazy. Hell yeah. yeah just walk, as a kid, I would walk up to me like, which one's closed today? Because I would know the ones that were closed were the ones that caught something, you know? Yeah. That is a, tr- yeah, that's a trip. I mean, same with like, like Venus flytraps, and then actually seeing one in person blew my mind. And then um, fireflies. When I was in Michigan, I had John from Black Dahlia's house, and I went. I was smoking cigarettes back then. I remember looking out, and I'm like, "These things are fucking real." I didn't know they were real. I thought it was like some sort of like fairy tale shit. And they were just everywhere. They were just Wait, like where were you? Like right in front of me, in Michigan. Yeah, and they were everywhere. And I was like, "This is the sickest." I'm having the best time of my life right now. I was like, just I smoked multiple cigarettes just to watch them. I was like. It's this rad. is the fucking coolest thing I've ever it's seen. Fucking psychedelic, actually. Yeah, yeah, I know. They're bright as fuck too. I was completely. It was in the daytime. They're I was all like, over the place. Yeah, I, was like, Holy I saw shit. a lot of them in Missouri, dude. That yeah, was nights fucking... in Missouri, it was like that, dude. It was just so wild. And even to catch one in a jar. And oh, see it, I didn't get to do that. Dude, it was crazy. God, it's a classic so story. Like so many people did it, but I did that, and I was like, "Whoa, this." You get you get to finally like get close to it and see like the bioluminescence that's happening. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. Your own like personal national geographic situation, you know. <laughs> it's like a right. air. It's a flying jellyfish. Anyways, yeah. uh, we, can... <laughs> we digress. We digress. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, a flying jellyfish would be sick as fuck. Dude. That's progress. Tell us more about Australia. <laughs> Tell us more about. Oh God. <laughs> Oh God! Oh yeah. God! What, what, what do you want to know? <laughs> like, like bug wise and all the things uh, you're talking about. Just... Oh man, there is some shit. Like, um, you know, obviously snakes are pretty common. Tell us the closest call you had in your life. Uh, uh <laughs> sitting on a bench and there was a brown snake under it, and I didn't realize. Oh, shit! Oh, no. And then it slithered out between my feet. <laughs> I'm guessing those are poisonous. Oh, those are like one of the most poisonous. Brown snakes are one of the most poisonous snakes. Yeah, that's what like rattlesnake. You you love a rattlesnake instead of a brown snake. Yeah, like 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 I'm being deadly serious at at those sorts of snakes. uh, Brown snakes get up into like your Taipan viper kind of territory of venom. Yeah, 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 that's the one that deadly as, and they're common in pretty much every part of Australia. (laughs) Yeah, a cobra. A cobra is probably less venomous, venomous, venomous than a than a brown snake. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Cobra yeah. is like chiller. Cobra is chiller. Immediately stop moving. That's what you're supposed to do. Stop yeah. moving. Well, that's that's what I did. You just sit there, you freeze, and you hope it just like continues. On well, I was way. saying even after you get bit, because really? I mean, you're pretty much done if you get bit. But if you get really? bit, you're not supposed. You're supposed to immediately sit down. Yeah, yeah you don't want to move because any move. extra movement increases the, the blood flow, your blood rate, which pushes the exactly, bloodstream and makes like it harder for anything. Basically, just prolonging your chance. This is a really dumb question. Out there in the middle that's of nowhere, being asked in the chat, but it's also one that I've never got confirmation on: is the toilets clock? Which way does it spin when you flush? 
I think I've honestly never. I'm gonna have to go. I have to go piss right now. I'm gonna go. I'm actually was just about to, but I'm like, I'm like, do I have to go and check? Do you want me to go and find out? Like, I'm gonna go check for you right now. I mean, oh, you real quick. Just do it, dude. All right, I'll do it. We'll give you one second. You guys, you guys, yeah, okay, okay. Oh, we're all gonna piss. <laughs> all right, Casey, it's on you. <laughs> Damn. I sadly can't answer your question about the uh, the, the dunny because uh, my toilet is one of those more modern ones where it like flows in from every direction, so it doesn't actually create the spiral. It just like flushes. Oh it. damn! So uh, I wish I, I'm sure someone else can confirm what to do. Yeah. Are you looking at brown snakes? Yeah, they look cooked. You eh? see it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, so that's what they look like. Yeah, yeah. Just legitimately, they're brown and they're a snake and they suck. <laughs> That's they're like that the name says it all. A brown snake. <laughs> Wait, they're all small, like in the in the hand on this. No, 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 no. Those are babies. They they okay. get. Um, look if you if you want to look up look up brown snake full size, and you'll see okay. how big they get. And you're just gonna be like, why? Uh, let's see if we can see actual scale. I'm gonna try and find. Uh, so a full-grown brown snake is between 1.5 to 2.4 meters, <laughs> which is uh, 1.5 m in feet. It's 4.9 feet. Mm, the smallest God. at an adult size. They can be I double mean, that. I'm only five seven, dude. I only got like I don't even have a foot on that. I just thing. want to view the image. Oh, dude, I've I've had a carpet python at my house because I live where there's like a bit of bush and stuff at the back, and we had a carpet python that I'm not kidding was probably four or five meters. Well, look at this one. Like in By the way, sky. I mean, they're not venomous, I, thankfully. <laughs> I, mine went. I just flushed my pee. It went straight down. It didn't. I know. Me too. Up. I was. I was That's what I just up. said. I'm like, one some modern shit that just pulls it in. I'm like, there's no fire. I went right in the middle. It? I just shot it. Shot it down the middle. <laughs> just like there's nothing. <laughs> I just started laughing. I was like, I guess I'm just on the center of the earth, dude. Well, I was making up a thing in my head. I was going like, dude, yeah, I think it goes clockwise. Dude. I was like, before I was like, while I was peeing, I'm like, I think it's clockwise. Like, I, I think Gotta I've be. seen it. It's gonna go this way in my head. And I, and I just do it so. <laughs> just like goes under there. <laughs> <laughs> I started cracking up as hard as I could. I did There's yeah, no dude. spin. I was laughing, dude. <laughs> For sure. Well, like, yeah. Snakes are fucking people... scary, dude. Yeah, snakes. Especially on a plane. <laughs> All these motherfucking snakes. I've never seen that movie, but it just comes to my mind. Just, but that's such a famous quote. There's like, Why are these all all these motherfucking snakes on a motherfucking plane? Or, Dude, why are these motherfucking mean? snakes in motherfucking Australia, though? That's uh, well, you know, yeah, that... basically in Australia. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Well, okay. So this, my thing is this: like, what was native there? Do you know what was native on the island? Uh, pr pretty much everything that's trying to kill us. 
that, but that, I mean, that's an animal. Other things like you go to Hawaii, there's non native species of animals that have been brought there and oh yeah just... yeah like you know um obviously you know cattle grazing things sheep things like that yeah, australia's actually things. big on on cattle well know, like we're, we're, australia's got a huge beef production industry i still remember the first time i ever went to japan and i was like i've slaughtered as fuck and i'm like i just need to eat so you know you stop at a maccas or whatever i remember getting mm-hmm. a quarter pounder in japan and i pick up the the burger and i look at like the tray place matt and it's got like mm-hmm. an aussie farmer on a green hill going it's 100 percent aussie queensland beef and i'm like i'm literally yeah. eating the same patties i have at home i mean <laughs> this is weird out here out here is a place called safeway you go to safeway if you want to get grass-fed yep. beef it's it's from australia well oh, is it really? the, we're yeah. one of the biggest exporters for that stuff in the world from my understanding <laughs> yeah. so oh, okay Look at the size of our country. How much land is there? There's so much grazing. It's so people, much, we live dude. on like bugger all of the percentage of our country, and we're like the size of you know multiple countries. Yeah, each Europe. state is a country in size when you think about yeah. it. So it's crazy is how like the United States is it big? Is it is it like the same size as the United States? Uh, uh, I remember this sort of trivial. Let's let's find out. Yeah. We need to know this. Story. Yeah, yeah. I remember it being like yeah. the, someone putting like a, a Australian thing on. Like the continent on the United States, and it was like the same. Australia's only slightly smaller than the United States. Yeah, but you guys are okay. all like yeah. small little bubbles on the coastal area. Yeah, and lower lower populations and stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, American cities, obviously, your huge ones can push into your tens of millions. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Australia's entire population at the moment is probably twenty something million, thirty million. <laughs> right mm-hmm. like Damn. in the entire so you look at so... think about the size of the country imagine just new york living across the whole of north america <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's, that's what that's literally what i'm talking about and that's yeah yeah that's, that's crazy so, so so just the whole center is just way too gnarly and hot and not enough water and stuff like is that's kinda... yeah like there are places where people live out there and stuff yeah like, there are towns um but generally yeah it's not exactly highly hospitable land nor would you want to um, yeah, there's a yeah. reason particularly like um, the northern part of South Australia, which is known for its like mines and stuff, a lot of them disused. You guys would know it more as the backdrop to every sick, desolate sci-fi world you've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> Mad um, Max. Yeah, Mad Max's. You've got <laughs> oh, um, okay. yeah. the recent Mortal Kombat. All the Outworld stuff was shot in Oh, PD. yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. The old horror film Pitch Black with uh, Vin mm. Diesel. That was shot in Cooper Pedy. <laughs> Oh, okay okay um if you start looking at that place and you look at the film shot there you're just like wait what the fuck <laughs> like it gets, it gets long and gnarly like there's so many weird genre movies made there because it looks like an alien planet i was so watching a, a, a show about movie. your guys's truckers that go out there and they get it's because it's so much nothing out there that they have this thing they get hypnotized by the lines and they just like crash all the time because <laughs> mm. it's just like it's just a long stretch of road with nothing around it and just the lines and like they're like you can't stare at the lines like you have to look because yeah. just after like a hundred miles of just nothing and just the lines, you could just be like, "It's like mm. you could just you can just totally." Like before before yeah. you read the chat, don't read the bottom one, please. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, extremely yeah. racist and offensive. It was that that was kind of normal though. Like normal speak was that ever like in like the early two thousands? Was that like uh, people say that like normally out there? It's always been considered somewhat of a derogatory slang. Okay, okay, okay. 
Gotcha. I, I'm just protecting you guys, like you said. No, 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 no. I, 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 I would yeah. 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 No, 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 no. If if you if you want to know, I, I'm I'm not going to say that word. But if you wanted to know the word, the correct no, word, no, is I'm not going to say. But now I put it all together and know exactly what is going on now yes so so we've learned a lesson chat <laughs> <laughs> no i know that was that was a word that, that like so i'd never heard that word before the, mm, the slang mm. for it and uh, i remember one uh, australian band we toured with like told me that word and i like called them that because i never heard it so i was like i'm just gonna call you that no no and mad. like like that's super that, that's mad. <laughs> yeah because it's yeah see see like like he's apologizing there so no, yeah. no harm done like it is a thing that people have used it but that but nowadays it is like you know i don't yeah, want yeah, to yeah, yeah. pc fuckwit but the reality is it is a derogatory when word. i first heard it i was like jesus christ you guys are insane like i don't know like saying that for i don't know anyways but anyway. uh yeah 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 he's uh he's the word is abacus so, uh, <laughs> he just, now it's definitely everybody's gonna know what we're talking about. Just look at the chat, you figure it out. But uh so hey, these things happen, man. These things happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. So I mean, speaking of aboriginals, so what's the start? Were they what's what sort of aboriginals were there? I just I always hear the story about oh, England off offloading yeah, a bunch of criminals so, to, to I, I don't want to get too deep into it because I'm not the best person to talk about this stuff i'm not as knowledgeable okay, okay, okay. as a lot of people um, yeah but yeah we've gone through a lot of shit with that um we recently just tried to have an amendment to the constitution um to allow them a voice in parliament which was in my opinion sadly denied so mm -hmm. they are not allowed wow. to have a voice in our constitution or parliament um but the, well, I, I mean not, not necessarily fair. That, but, but like the, with the uh with the the whole story about you know, we always hear like a very general mm -hmm. dumb story about. Oh no, okay, no, no! Well, it, it, England it, it, just took their prisoners and just threw them over in Australia, and that's how Australia happened. It's like no, that's, that's literally it. We're we're a penal colony. Okay. Like okay. we, we were, most people come <laughs> from like some form of convict shit or English background. Mm. Okay. Um, other people came here to settle once it became more settled. Um, okay. And much like you guys had, you know, yeah, yeah, outlaws. And your, your your cowboys era. Okay, uh, we, we had our bush rangers. Bush so rangers. A bush ranger is the same thing as an outlaw. So it's like like mm. you guys know Ned Kelly. Mm -mm. I can figure it out. Is that, Google is that Ned Kelly. From? So so this guy's this guy's gnarly. He's an outlaw from Australia. Um, you'll see the pictures and you'll be like, what the fuck? He wore a giant metal tin I gotta, can. I gotta like oh, Heath, yeah, yeah. Heath Ledger Australia. played him in a movie. Like a, Heath Ledger played him in a film. It's a very good movie if you haven't seen it. It's kind of um, like your yeah, your cowboys pretty much. It's your yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. But, but but they weren't frowned upon, like they were outlaws, but people didn't frown upon them per se because they were considered like the common. Yeah, I love that Ned Kelly was a rat too. Worked for the police. Yes, that. But I think they all did at that point. No, I think like a lot. You know, you're talking about criminals here, so a lot of these people were. But have a look. So if you look at the pictures under the the one on the right, under the about, like you'll see. The armor, oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, the armor. Oh, okay, interesting. So this dude used to like hold people up and rob them in this. So when they shot at him, the bullets. That's the, that's the singer of the Rolling Stones, right? <laughs> Where? No, it's a singer of. Oh, Mac, it is Mick Jagger. I knew. I oh, was Mick, like, I, I think Mick Jagger played Nick Kelly in a film version in the oh, okay, 1970s. Okay. So oh, I'm things. not joking okay. about that. There was also They're a like... Bush Ranger film about Mad Dog Morgan, I think, that had like. They look like the knights Dennis that said Hopper. knee, like a like a like a cowboy version of the knights that said knee from uh, Monty Python. Yeah, well, well, like this guy's he he was a very interesting dude. Um, 
that's 100 percent correct b1 he's a very interesting character but he's very his famous bones. for like his 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 quote <laughs> when he was hung um you know because he did get caught and he was hung eventually yeah um, you know everyone a lot of people get their last piece of speech they're allowed to give before they're hung and they're like yeah. do you have any last final words and his his resting statement which is like emblazoned in places is such is life <laughs> That's literally what he said before he was hung. He just said, such is life, and then got hung. Oh, shit. (laughs) Which is like, if that ain't a profound statement. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's all, he's all. happens. It's literally just like, shit happens. That's exactly what you're saying. Shit happens. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, but no, no. no. So so there's a lot of rich history here. And, um, you know. Okay. For good and bad, let's say that it's like a lot of countries where you know. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I don't think any country has it. Colonization been, always. Has there been a country that's just all good, like the whole time's just been good the whole time? <laughs> like, it's just like everything was good. There's like a this Mongolia? one like you know. There, yeah, yeah, could, maybe. Yeah. But then they had like Genghis Khan and shit. Genghis and like, Khan was one of the earliest. And here we are, like maybe, maybe really. Like, we're like related to him because of but that. But it was now. good was... in Mongolia. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. He like, was, he's, he's related. Like, wasn't it like some crazy amount of percentage that everyone's related to him? Because he would just impregnated everyone. Oh, yeah. And... There's like, there's, I remember reading uh, something about that. Where there, no, there is a percentile it's of over genetic... 1%. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. population. I know that another place. The world's population. It's always is... been chill at, dude. It's always been chill. Yeah, DNA traced back to that, dude. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so but dude, this is a, it's so crazy because we're like 38 to 40. We're just like waking up and like finally getting a hang of being alive. And we're like, oh, dude, this is all this crazy shit that happened. Don't you know it? We, you know, <laughs> we live in America and fucking we got the same situation with, you know, the Native Americans. And we're just oh, like a fly in the refrigerator that like, you know, hangs out for a little while and like you just die in a couple days. And like the grand screen yeah, thing. Totally. Like, we're like a little Damn. blip. Straight, we get to kind of just kind of figure shit out. Like, oh, this is crazy. And we're next. <laughs> <laughs> well, and when exactly, you, we get old enough to realize that there's monst- monsters around us, dude, we're like, Woo! oh like, shit, back right. to the band. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure it's not a little bit, dude. Sure, it's not monsters among us. Dude. Hey, <laughs> hey, yo, I mean, hey, it wasn't me. No, you're all good. But but actually, it, it, while I'm remembering, just because we were on a train of thought before we did the list. So so yeah. So I think we're talking about the band stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was doing at the time. So I, 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 well, before monsters. So Apex mm-hmm. Null, and then mm-hmm. near the end of that, I took over vocals for a band where I didn't end up recording anything, but I was with them for a bunch of years, um, which was a deathcore band called Cross the Lips of Grace, uh, <clears throat> which well. sounds super Christian, but wasn't. It very much not. Um, uh, that was some you of ju- the, judgment was, you know, people. No, 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 but but it, it definitely okay. wasn't. But it was some of the best times I had, like learning the music scene. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's where I, I like started to sort of branch out and realize, ah, oh, because I was a vocalist when I was doing all that stuff. I wasn't playing guitar or that. I was I was a vocalist. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, bree breeing and doing gutturals and shit and doing all that sort of jazz. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I still remember that was one of the greatest experiences I've ever had in a band, band for a few years because like we shared a, uh, we were on a label called Skull and Bones Records at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was us. I can't remember all the bands, but it was us. The Amity Affliction. Oh, yeah. I've so as in them. like the massive hardcore band. 
Yeah, they're huge now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I used to punch cones with some of them and stuff, like in back rooms and shit, and hang out with them. And then fucking punch cones. Is that is that is that slang or did you actually punch cones? No, that's slang for for smoking weed. Using oh, a bomb. Punch cone? P- oh, punching a cone. It's a cone weird. piece, so you punch a cone. I need it. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, dude. It's okay. like the best slang or whatever. You, you're punching a cone. Punching so. a co- let's go punch a cone real quick, dude. I'm fucking, I love adding. New... I don't even get how that works, <laughs> shit, but it works. Dude. Well, we see like this, you know, like the motion. Well, you're punching a cone. <laughs> <laughs> punching a cone, dude. It's like a strangle <laughs> cone, though. It's like a strangling uh, cone. Well, I, I think like because they roll a cone, it's like now there's oh, like the cone, cone, the cone and, joints. You know, yeah, like, yeah. So I was like, punch a cone real quick, dude. But Casey's no, like the actual a, piece in a bomb, got, you know, a cone piece. He just got an idea for a song. He's got to work out the song, punch a cone, dude, real quick. Well, m- m- maybe that could be like my real stoner, like alternative ego. If I just want to go fully drum and bass electronic, I can be cone puncher. Cone puncher. I'll just, just make like that. just be like a <laughs> you know, be like a black metal guy with like red eyes, but like gnarly like square pusher. pusher. I'm the yeah, exactly. Puncher. Square pusher and cone puncher playing together. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. <laughs> but oh no, yeah, so I, I, I was in this band, uh, Cross Lips, and I was um, sharing rooms with like Abity and stuff. And the other band we used to be on a label with at that time was Die Hard Is Murder, which you know oh, yeah, most yeah. people know that yep. band now. So Cross Lips of Grace, our lead guitarist was. Andrew Marsh. Andrew Marsh is the lead guitarist in the artist murder nowadays. So oh, my okay. deathcore band was where he came from originally, which is oh, okay, okay. so props to Marshy, sub. Um oh, yeah. you know, those guys are fucking massive. Um and then on the other side, when I finished up with that band and we sort of went our separate ways, I was like, shit, what am I gonna do? So I found all these dudes in Brisbane who had already started writing stuff. Um and that's where the project that I dedicated myself to for quite a while with those guys, which was called the Schoenberg Automaton, which is the a Schoenberg mouth... Automaton. Yes, yes, I nailed um, it. Oh, dude, what the yeah, fuck is the that Schoenberg mean? Automaton? Um, and we were like math tech death, oh, early oh, okay. gen, um, sort of stuff. You guys probably okay. dig it. I did the first EP Automaton. and the first couple of years of touring, and then I left. And then Jake joined and they did two more albums. They were in Canada, living there for a while and playing in Canada and shit. Okay, okay. Um, that band doesn't exist anymore, but like that was also some of the best musicians. we can listen to? Oh, shit, yeah, shit, yeah. If you, like if you look up the Schoenberg Automaton, you'll find it all. Like, let me, Dude, I'm going to put it in the chat. Because yeah, put it in the chat, it. please, because I'm not going to yeah. learn. I don't want to learn how to type that right now. I don't <laughs> no, no one wants to, to ever learn that. Schoenberger? I think Sean I, thought, Borg, I said it Borg? good, and then I fucked up, and then I said it good again. Actually, you know what? One thing, actually, I want to do, Colin, since we're here, um, I want yeah. you to give us your best American accent. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Where from, though? Just uh, California, or whatever you want to do. Just whatever one you think California. of when you think of America. Your best, your best like Cali- Californian. Cali- you know, like, I go out to the surf, I catch waves, I come back, I have a burrito. You know, that's life in L.A. <laughs> Dude, Damn, you okay. literally nailed it. Pretty I good. Burrito, you good. fucked up on burrito. But... <laughs> <laughs> say, say, say something else. Like one more. Like uh, I don't know. I, I, I've always been someone who likes using my voice too, so I, I don't mind putting on characters and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you could be from New York or the Bronx, and then, then you're dealing with Big Tony and Vinny at the pizza shop. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you, you, it's good. kind of vernaculars. You just sort of pick it up. I've always had a weird thing for hearing accents and trying to mimic them and stuff. Whether it's all right, you know, Joel, your best you know, Australian accent now. Uh, what do you, I need to say something because I don't know. Uh, whatever, Riff Casey is playing. Look hard. <laughs> I'm just reading the comments. Wait. <laughs> um, I mean, touring. No, no, it's not. I was just about to say <laughs> out. something where I would have to say no, and I was gonna be like, no. Nah. You have to say no, no. It's like, oh, oh, no. oh, dive, dive is coming over. Dive, dive, yeah, dive, yeah, dive. Yeah. Hi, dive. dive. Good night, dive. Yeah. Good night, dive. It's cool to play it, Ronette. Ah, my mate's coming over. Dive's coming over. Got a, <laughs> got a compound chin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me and the boys are gonna have some billies out in the shed. Yeah, <laughs> punching cans. <laughs> but I love like I, we had a, I had a friend town, that was dude. like a deep like Massachusetts like like you know like one of the gnarliest accents ever. Well, Boston, all, like, Boston, Massachusetts, yeah, Boston, yeah, Boston, yeah. the cars, but you know like all that shit. And I was, you gotta yeah, be a all... straight cocksucker to be from Boston. <laughs> she's, all, she's all. What do you want me to say? She's a park the car. <laughs> where this was but i was done she's like what what do you want me to say park the car yeah it's like actually yeah minnesota oh minnesota in minnesota you know you have over here and park the car over there yeah it's super scandinavian kind of yeah like australian canadian kind of like Scandinavian yeah. Canadian yeah, like, feel to it. Is, like, well, there's a lot of Scandinavian people know. up there. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, my cousins from like like Virginia and stuff would always just be like, "Wait, no, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no." And I'm just like, "No," and they're like, "Cause they're all like, nah. I'm like, no, man. Like, it's like I don't know. I can't even do it. Like, I'm like worse like, to the southern accent. Then it's a weird thing. You, you, if you guys ever try and learn another language, like I'm, I can't say I can speak another language fluently. I used to know bits of Japanese, but I haven't been there in years. Oh, I've right. spoken it in a long time. But the one thing you got to remember is when, you, when you're picking up a vernacular, it's always a lot easier to learn um, mimicking tongue and like plotus, like how things move. Um, mm-hmm. So, like in Arabic dialects, I believe it's called an epiglottal stop. Um, that you know, like you hear in um, far, like, like like any Arabic dialect, the like the harder mm-hmm. sound at the end. Yeah, that's called yeah. an epiglottal stop. So okay. it's, it's where you, you have to actually make your epiglottis go and cut short. Yeah, on the word <laughs> to have that sound. But then in like things like Japanese, you're going to be rolling your letters with your tongue. So, you know, if I was going to say I know a little bit of Japanese, I'd be like, um, I'm just trying to... Nihongo ga skoshi ne. So you have to say wakaramas, but it has to be wakaremas. You have to roll the R. Otherwise, it doesn't come through. Arigato. 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 always roll the R. Arigato. you got to remember, if you roll the R, it makes it easy. Wait, you roll the R in Japanese? Arigato. Arigato. If I went to say arigato, <laughs> they'd be like, arigato. No, no, they, they, they would fully understand you. Don't get me wrong, but rolling the R will help you. Arigato. Enunciate oh, the word because it forces you to, to ah, do that, that lunge with whoa, your dialect. Crazy. When you're doing it, so you do like 
because most people go, you know, if I want to do it as an Australian, I get real. Let's just take off this accent, my normal talking voice, and let's go full Aussie. Be like, hey, go and arigato, hey. Like it just doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really oh, sound. Yeah. It, it sounds, sounds like, like a, a, in Spanish, it would be a cat named Ari. Yeah, exactly. Better? So like, yeah, it's, it's weird what you can pick up by ear if you listen to enough languages. And like I was saying, I'm a f- film super nut and a lot of foreign movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I tend to like I, I just listen porn. and mimic. And that's not trying to be offensive or anything. It's more of a case of I find it very interesting hearing mm-hmm. these, you know, way people interpret a word, languages and stuff like that. When I shave, I use riser blades. Yeah, riser blades. Riser blades. Riser blades. Damn, that I works perfectly. Rise blades. blades on your skin, huh? <laughs> yeah, it shows the uh, the ability of the just the human throat, dude. Like we're talking, oh all hell yeah, these different uh, languages and how the mouth is very hmm. specific and how dialect happens and all that, and and that's all within like the same. I want to well, see like, the chords. I've never actually looked at a picture of vocal chords. I've, I've had like the a vagina. I've <laughs> had the whole like <laughs> camera down. It does. Looked at my own shit. That's pretty weird. Really? Yeah. So, so when I quit Schoenberg, it wasn't because I wanted to. I loved that band. Um, we were on tour. I've said this on other podcasts, but like I may as well mention it. Um, basically had like a chest infection or something. Didn't realize mm-hmm. I was overexerting myself mm-hmm. from it. And then woke up, couldn't talk properly, coughing up blood, etc. Oh, um, that was my vocal career ended. I ended up, I could still do it now, but I can't tour. Like it would be too fatiguing. Um, right. I ended up suffering what's called a super, again, glottis, this part of your throat. I, I suffered what, what's called a su- superglottic constriction, mm. which is think of it like your vocal folds are like that, undulating, right? Like mm-hmm. a triangle. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. like a hamstring or something, it's just gone. Oh damn! So it's not that I had bad technique; it's that I was overforcing things under stress. It's like you broke, you popped a string, and there's no in your in your in in your throat. There's no Ernie balls to restring it up. Yeah. <laughs> so so like I had to have you know like a lot of in like ear, nose, and throat specialist visits. I saw a vocal opera, like an opera vocal coach, for nearly two years. So the one that sprung or whatever sprung, like, does that, were they able to reattach it or is that just? No, it's, 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 it's not like that. I'm just using that more as like a generic thing, but think of it as like you're torn a muscle. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not completely severed. Okay. But it's so stretched, fatigued and just cooked. It's yeah. That anything you thought you could do before is probably going to hurt it and probably cause a lot of issues. Yeah. So yeah, okay. that's 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 why I ended up quitting was because of, of of like a vocal medical thing. So here's an uh, interesting uh, interesting thing. I was you guys were talking about vocal cords and stuff. I I brought mm-hmm. up the the clip, just a quick clip of uh, the you know singer of Lorna Shore has crazy voice, does all these crazy yeah. They things. did that ENT thing. I, I saw. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's it's like right. It's this actual part where he's getting the camera in to like sick dude. My internet's just gonna crush it real quick. <laughs> no, you're all good. It's, it's freaky. <laughs> By the way, it's really freaky having this done because you like they numb your throat and shit, but you still feel like the camera going up through your nose and down the back of your sinus. Hamper, 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 hamper. 
So it's through his nose. And shout out Yeah, it goes through your nose, not through your mouth. So here we go. So this is where we're going to get to where your super goddess is. So you see what I'm talking about? Where I'm see it's like a triangle. At the bottom, it's like a triangle. You'll see there's two muscle folds and a bottom fold. So it's like a triangle, and that's that's what where the oh there's the vagina thing. I was like yeah yeah that that but that's the that's that's what I'm talking about the triangle area. So. Beautiful. Do you see how fucking weird that is? That's so weird, dude. Go ahead and stick your tongue out at me. Somewhere out there, there's someone just like, "Fuck yeah, this is sick for the president." <laughs> if I'm being eaten by an alien, dude, that's what I see before I get sucked in, dude. Yeah. It's like some weird, like octopus maybe mouth like... thing. It's pretty disturbing. Probably oh, looks like the. Uh, I think they, he might even do metal vocals with it, right? Go ahead and pop up this hmm. again. Does he do? Uh, I forget. I haven't seen this whole thing. Yeah, so so like here, he's holding pressure he in his trying? mouth to close it, your throat. Oh, okay. Which is why he's doing that. And then as soon as he breathes, <laughs> that's you breathing. So that's the constriction releasing. I'm going to stop vaping tomorrow watching this. I don't want to put <laughs> vapor down there. Man, we've, I've already <laughs> fucked my body enough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so you get a concept of like how complex. <laughs> there you go. Okay. That's some sci-fi. Yeah, it's a trip out. It's a real trip out. Like it's a weird-looking thing. It's extremely odd, but the fact is, like, that is what controls all your vocalizations as a human, pretty much. Whoa. Oh, whoa! So it's like. Yep. <laughs> so the muscle is shaping it, and then the opening is what's controlling the pitch and the vibration and the cadence. Is it whistling? He's like laughing. It's like, brr, yeah. brr, brr. <laughs> oh, it feels weird when you're doing it too, because like you know there's something down there, but it's not hurting you or anything. It's a, it's a really odd feeling. Now I want you to suck in. You're going to do this. Go. It's terrifying. <laughs> I know. It's like an alien movie. That's, that's actually not fascinating me. now, dude. Like, oh no, it's awesome. Like it is awesome. We all have yeah, these right now. We're all using okay. them. <laughs> like, I it's crazy. Wild, dude. Cool. You guys go to town. I'm just gonna hold this. Okay, there's, yeah. okay, there's the most replayed part right here. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. We might uh, go to that. Oh, pig squeal. Pig squeal vocal fry. <sighs> <sighs> See, it like shifts. It's actually on an angle. You're like this. You're like moving it across. So if you come over here, hit this brightness button. Oh, so you want, the they want to see what, yep. what it looks uh, like too for this, this the yelling. Yep, hit that button. Yeah, growling. Ah, that's better. Yeah, because like well, most well, ENTs would never get to do this sort of shit with someone yeah. do it. So it's totally. Cool. It's really dude. interesting to them. But see what I mean? How it's not actually straight anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does like an S or like a Z. Yeah, you're actually like choking yourself restricting the muscle to create the sound. So it's like a, it's a real his, trip out of it. It comes from his left side to push you yeah. over. All right. Not comfortable cool. with the scope that close. Definitely yeah. not, but that's cool. We're out <laughs> here. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, as you guys can see, that it's pretty it's a bit of a trip out. It's pretty fucking crazy. Oh yeah, um, it's all the same for all the all the fry kind of like dude. Growls or anything. All have said you need to phlegm it up, dude. And look, the phlegm happens when he does a matty way, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because your body, depending on what you're doing, it'll create that naturally. So that's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's fucking gnarly. All right. <laughs> no, you're <Yeah>. good. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's like another mouth. <laughs> no, that's what it is because you've got that soft plate bit that looks like another dude. tongue. <laughs> yeah, it's a trip out. So yeah, I cooked that shit. So that was really good of me. Jesus. Um, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have a better understanding of what I what I damaged. Um, uh, and that, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. So, so like, so you're saying on the triangle at the bottom is where it. Yeah, it basically, it's like yeah, it's like it, it's. Well, it's like it's like the inverse. It's so damaged, it tightens up so much that ever getting it to relax back to where it can work fully at a hundred percent is next to impossible because you can't rest your voice a hundred percent forever. Right, you need to talk. You, you need have to, live, to stop talking breathe. for like a long time. You'd have to stop breathing because you pull air through that too. Yeah. So yeah, it's my, like, uh, so vocal damage is such a serious thing if you do ever cause it to yourself. Like I, I tell people, if you even have a niggling that something's off, don't fucking treat it like, oh, I've just got a cold, like legit. Yeah, yeah. Start yeah. writing a diary or some shit of what's occurring. <laughs> Keep track of that change. Yeah. And if it's not getting better and it's the same shit, you probably yeah. want to go and address that. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, you're going to have fucking mega issues. Take it from someone who can't do it anymore and loved fucking doing it. Oh, that sucks. I can I can say though, there is one song that I I there is available on the internet that I did do at one point, um, and it's like a one minute grind track. Oh yeah, here it is. Um, so I'm gonna find, where is yeah, it? you have access to share your screen. You have to click. Make sure you click the. Uh, audio part there's a little checkbox for audio all right present is that the one present and then just do yeah and then there's an audio there's like an audio little checkbox that trips me out dude yeah 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 i know i knew that would fuck you up the the fucking sorry boys the vagina of the throat (laughs) no i I mean yeah it is funny when you think about that but it really is just a combination of flesh and air yeah so yeah there was this wheel turner project like from this is ages ago but this is like you know obviously i was a vocalist quite a while ago yeah Um, yeah. and this is 15 vocalists 15 songs (laughs) oh yeah so there was like the mentor vocalist did one um yeah what was this a cane right cane crest yeah cane cane yeah yeah i miss um so yeah cane's a fucking legend yeah yeah i love Kane. So like smelled, yeah, this was like bo though, but he was a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to tell him every day. I'm like, dude, he's all they like it. I was like, all right. <laughs> tell me if this works, because like I'm I, I'm pretty sure it's sharing audio and shit. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I don't hear anything right now. There
And that was the last thing I ever did vocally. <laughs> Damn. That Being in that good. range that you're in most of the time that you're in that song, I could say that that could definitely blow your voice out if you don't know how to figure out a way to sustain oh, yeah. that and type like, of vocals. It was a hard thing to write in. And like that's after the damage, so I can still do it. It's just whether mm -hmm. I want to go out on tour and do it again and again and again and yeah that's why all these there's a, there's a lot of cool teachers now i see that you know are anything from like old ladies that one old lady that's like a metal coach and stuff that everyone like swears by that one dude fuck david benitez or something mm -hmm. uh, benitez uh, I, I hung out with him at nam a bunch but like he's now like that's his market is like oh the vocal yeah the vocal yeah. dude yeah goes he's got like big singers stuff. yeah yeah like huge singers and just goes like and they all like work on stuff and they're like oh shit like they like unlock this new way to to make the same noise but not fuck up their vocal cords as much mm, you know mm. and like it's really because he'll like like he'll he'll do we had travis ryan on and i remember we meet we talked about it on the podcast with him because i yeah. just saw they're like he would just do these things where you go like travis ryan eh, uh, uh. <laughs> but he goes like, eh, and you go eh, eh. and like he would like somehow like tell you to mix it all together somehow but like Mm. He would tell you kind of like the building blocks and how to do it like correctly, where you're not gonna fuck up your voice. And oh, I was exactly like, Jesus, right. Yeah. You know, that's very smart. Like, that's a, a new angle in metal. And he can yeah, go no, sing that. He whatever. was ahead of the game, mixing both the highs and the lows together in one shot. Like, yeah, yeah, that too. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Live, dude. Yeah. And and that is something that just boggles my mind still to this day. Like splitting think... the phonetics with his tongue and stuff like that. That we yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like, thing while doing those weird Yeah. Like nobody else sounds like that. <laughs> well the cool and thing about that story with him, the tongue though, what, what mm. like what uh you were saying, Colin, in that episode, he talks about how his it's like one of my favorite clips of the whole podcast where he's talking about how the his parents had the cow mm. and then the cow or the bull or something that likes something and it like cornered the mom like his mom and yeah. like try to attack her and stuff and it was like brian um, the name <laughs> it was like some weird name yeah brian or something but yeah i think no, it was. i don't know if it was brian but i think it was, it was brian i think it was brian and uh he's like oh, he like so gave what it like a human memory. name that to as a as a child they gave it a human name and then all of a sudden they hear he hears that outside and mm. then he sees the cow it's like with his tongue yeah, out, in the back of the truck. and that stuck with him as a kid. And then also yeah. he used that later in his vocals. And I'm like, that's that's a interesting way. I mean, and now people, you see people doing that, especially the guy we just watched, the Lauren Shore guy. You see him doing all the tongue stuff and all, the, all those like add, tongue dude, techniques. He wasn't really thinking about that. I want to add my little thing, Cali Death Podcast. Me, what up? Uh, <laughs> I was the one who ego that. moment. <laughs> yeah, it was. An, this is an ego moment because <laughs> we'll the a... conversation went was. Let go, my egos. I I I tied it back to that thing because he does that on stage where he puts it out. He puts his tongue out. No, no, I've, 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 I've watched enough videos he, like like I'm talking about with the mimicking. That's so what he was just saying. That's what Colin voice. was just saying. Yeah. Yeah. So so all you have but to what do. What I was is... saying when I brought it up real quick yeah. was he didn't realize that it was he he didn't make that connection. 
Oh, he didn't realize that he was. He doing was doing that. that, but then I was mm. like, "Here's the." No, it was, it was, it was actually ego. Ego. I'm gonna out ego you. It was me that brought it up. All right, we we have we don't. Edit <laughs> I have, these, a, clip. So we, I have we a clip. I've seen, I've seen him multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to Lego Lego my ego, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh my god that was a, i know dude that's, that's shit. hey but, but, but yeah so, so we got the I, scoop on that so it doesn't yeah. matter Who yeah cares? but i i said we got the we got playback we can go look at look yeah, at my ego it's still my favorite line back <laughs> but uh <laughs> um calling what you're saying sorry oh i was just gonna say silly like did the schoenberg thing like i was showing there like that's kind of like the voice was um if you want to check out schoenberg i'll uh I won't play it right now, but I think someone in the chat actually wrote it for you guys, like the actual spelling. Oh, yeah. Shown. Nate. Uh, where is it? Yeah. S. Where, did, where was that one? I saw Greta someone write it properly. No, it's right here. Guys, I have it on the screen. That's, that's it's Greta Schoenberg. No, Greta, Greta Schoenberg. Is that wrong? <laughs> no. Yes. We're, we're after. We're after. <laughs> Nate. Nate, by the way. Nate from Montage. Schoenberg. Anomalous in the chat with us. I'm trying to like how do i put it in the chat for you guys i know i sound fuck, fucking great tech savvy for that but for um there's like a there's like a private chat if, if you want to uh oh sweet I'll, i can chuck it in there and then you guys can share it out um i'm just finding the actual band band camp from back in the day because it is still active schoenberg yeah so the one so the link of shit is all of the stuff but the first thing will be the ep which is what i there was on the group with um and that was like the first time getting into the concept of collaborations that we were talking about earlier and you know like my project being a collab thing this is one of the first times where i was like yeah we need to collab we wanted someone to mix and you know work on some stuff we actually didn't have a bass player at the time and the bass okay. player joined eventually was our bass player from cross was my bass player from cross lip zimmy who's an absolute legend shout out okay. Zimmy. um yeah, no, no, that's exactly right. I was hearing Schoenberg like that. that Where is, are you? Are you? You're not in this, right? Sure. No, no, no. That's Jake with the red beard who replaced me. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Look at he, he looks pretty pissed that he did. Yeah, he's a he's like a what, what do you call it? Um, he does like those geometric tattoos nowadays. Oh, he's cool. Like one of those oh, yeah. Sort of guys, yeah. which is badass. So he does that for a living. Um, did he did he Dan uh, tattoo Dan Preslin? He has a bunch of those geo geometric tattoos the guy from, i don't uh, know honestly i the, yeah the ex near um near blue viscaris yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Dude. i just saw them recently in brisbane when they were playing with rivers and i'll guess i was catching up with jared and like like we'll get to the jared stuff but like um it blew my mind i didn't realize who their drummer was nowadays for near blue viscaris yeah they're i mean that's actually when we said cradle filth earlier I, that was uh that brandon well, old, have you have you seen old... who neo's drummer is now no, no, I have no, no idea. I didn't even realize Dan had left. Like that's how, like I'm not clear. No, Dan told me he had left, and I was like, dude, I'm gonna put because he was gonna come on because he kept me and him were going back and forth, and then like because he wanted to come on, and then like scheduling and stuff was stuff because obviously you know you're you're tomorrow right now in fucking yeah, Australia. Yeah. Like you're Friday, we're on Thursday, so it's it's uh, sometimes it's a lot harder for people, and uh, so we're going back and forth and stuff, and he's like, I was like, do you want to put knee on there? And he's like, no, I'm not. I just quit. And I was like really i didn't mm -hmm. even have been, i had no idea but no he's monster no, drummer no. but uh, the new drummer how, how's the new drummer well that, that, that's the funny part is i was watching them like like dan's a fucking freak don't get me wrong yeah yeah, yeah dan's freak, inhuman. Yeah. but you know when you hear someone even more inhuman and you're just like oh not many god centile of people who can be this yeah, so yeah i didn't yeah. realize the drummer on the latest i think he was on the album 
I could be wrong here. Either, or oh, Dan good. was on the album and then it ended. But either way, the guy's playing live for them now and they just did or did or are doing a US tour at the moment and that's who's drumming for them. Is Kevin Paradis, the drummer who's from it? Benighted. Oh, okay, okay. Which I like 280 BPM French death metal with a bit of cold. Well, they're fast, in. but the, you know, like, and, and, and Buscarius has fast. a very, but they have a very dynamic sound. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he handled that stuff. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. And I, I respect him and Dan massively because Nibla Viscaris, anyone who can double mm-hmm. kick and blast for 12 minutes, yeah, yeah, you yeah. win. You win the game totally. of life in metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your twitch <laughs> muscle, muscles, your forearms and your calves and your everything's yeah, ex- they're exactly. just, they're locked. <laughs> yeah. But 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 yeah, so we did we did the Schoenberg thing. Um the EP that I was on, that was the first time I was gonna get to uh glad you're back. Uh we collabed. Um, mm-hmm. And the guy who ended up doing, like, I th- believe it was programmed bass, because we didn't have a okay. bass player. Like, he j- just joined when we were, like, releasing the EP. Um, programmed bass, and then the mix and the master, I'm pretty sure was Nolly from Periphery. Who used oh, to okay. Periphery. Nice. Yeah, he's a great... Because our guitarist knew him through, like, sevenstring.org or some shit, like one of those oh, yeah. forums for oh, guitarists oh. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, and that's how that happened, basically, and... You know, that's how I met Remy. The algorithm was MySpace era and talking shit about stuff on chats on there and finding people's music and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a crazy contraption in your hand, dude. Is that weed or is that nicotine? Yeah, it's it's a vape. It's is it very weed much, or yes, nicotine? yes, yes, it is. Are you holding the cone? <laughs> He's <laughs> fucking punching the cone hard right now, dude. <laughs> uh, call me a bilge master. <laughs> How's dude, we, how, so I love your guys. What's the weed situation out there? Extremely illegal. Um, yeah, I I am one of the lucky ones that. Well, you're in California right now, so right. Yeah, I, well, no, no, it's okay. And it, I have a prescription in Australia, so okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I have it legally here. I'm not getting in trouble for showing it. Yeah, 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 exactly yeah. concerned. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, Schoenberg happened. Those guys kept going. Then mm. I was like, "Fuck, what do I do with my life?" Because I fuck my voice up. So I decided I've always done art stuff. Let's get back into photography and video. Mm-hmm. That went into like 10 years of tour yeah. photography, music videos, mm-hmm. promo stuff. So like I've done the playthroughs and promo photography at times for Dis and Tomb. Okay. Um, from oh, Australia. Because yeah. they're from Brizzy. Yeah. Shout out Dis and Tomb. That's right. One, one of the sickest yeah, yeah, death bands ever. They're great. Um, and their bass player currently has a new band uh, where he's the guitarist. So shout out to um, Adrian. Um, if you haven't, I believe it's called Deliquess. I'll find the name. The single just came out and has the vocalist from Pyrexia on it as a guest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, nice. The best way I can describe it, and I don't say this often because I'm, I'm someone who's like, I'm, I'm terrible. I don't like go, your music's the best. It takes a bit for me to like, you know, really gel with things. Mm-hmm. The second I heard this new song, I was just like, yep, someone's literally doing Effigy of the Forgotten Era Suffocation again. Oh, shit. Jesus. So I'll find it and link it to you because this shit is legit. And yeah. I cannot speak highly enough of these dudes. In the way um, that you said it, I was going to type it like Bella Quest. Like, 
I'm probably saying it fucking wrong, man. I don't know. Eh? I'm, I'm <laughs> saying the, the 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 spelling's probably completely different than my brain's actually make. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it yeah, might yeah. be one of those those like sort of flip outs. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so where is it? Actually, now that you're looking it up, one of these uh, a band that I'm obsessed with, and I'm into the prog metal stuff. Like uh, yeah, huge yeah. Prog, it's a clue this horse. I love. Clue oh, this horse. awesome, awesome, good dude, yeah, good dude. Jesus. Those guys shred so hard. Those guys. <laughs> well, yeah. like that Planey. No? Oh, Planey. Is he from there? Yeah. Planey's a oh, Okay. 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 <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's basically so, like, like your guys' Tosin. <laughs> like, that's like. Yeah. Pr- that's pr- like... Pr- pretty much. Um... Yeah. 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 He's like, has all these custom or these uh, signature Strandberg guitars. And yeah, he's, he's a freak. Mm, mm. He's all really right, good. I'll... I think I've found the track to send to you guys to check out when you want to. Um, Shout out, Ian. Just pop you can check out when you want to. You can leave your tracks behind. Sorry. Exactly right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mando! <laughs> oh, so Mando is the bass player from Delaquest. There he is. He's in the chat. Oh, oh, he's up? in the chat. Shout out, Mando. Fuck yeah, Mando. Shout out, Mando. He came out, he, him and uh, Adrian came out to my last Melbourne show when i played down there as monsters so shout out to those lads for being fucking awesome hell yeah that's awesome man but you can see the suffocation like you can hear the suffo worship in this is this on a of this it's just like the whole thing is whatever suffo worship when you listen to it like you're gonna hear it if you chuck it on it's savage is man is mando in the band yeah mando's the bass player he's a fucking freak so Mando, are we gonna get like a copyright or something for playing this? Mando, are they he, okay to play a song? part of it? They're not gonna like. They got a contract. It's not Rammstein. I don't think we're gonna get it like a. It's just gonna be no, like, hey, no. you're not gonna make any money off this. It's like, <laughs> you, yeah, we don't make like, any damn, money. Damn, you got us. You make money on this shit. <laughs> Absolutely it's like you, not. Actually, you're not gonna make the eight cents. Not recently, we definitely don't. Um, yeah, man, dude, Ian, shout out to Ian, by the way. He did a sick episode with uh, a sick drum round table uh, with mm. Flo. I know. Nick Parker, hit me up on uh, Instagram, by the way, buddy. You, uh, he hit me up on Facebook Messenger, and I checked that like once a week. And he's like, mm. hey, what's up, dude? What? And it was like four days later. He's like, come on, hang out. And I was like, didn't even see it. Like, so. <laughs> see, look at, and, he just dropped some other names too, dude. He's he's doing big things over at Sick Drummer Magazine. Go over and check that. Obviously, he's got a lot of fucking way more followers than us, but maybe uh, you guys can trade some followers. M- M- Mando's like, nah, play it. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, all right. I'm gonna say this it. before this: the bass player of the band just said to play it, so sue him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sick, dude. Fucking rad. So. I love those guys. I like that cover. It's crazy. Yeah, the artwork's fucking rad. Yeah. 
But yeah, so shout out. Thanks for jumping in, man. No worries. Jesus. Alright, well, I'm going to listen to this later. Sure. Yeah, dude, check this out. It sucks on our show, dude. I wish it would be. Hell yeah. It is one so, of those yeah. things. So, but That's yeah, so, awesome. so, so yeah, so I started doing a lot of like video photo work for years and um, did that for a long time and then finally got to the point where I'm like, need to do something myself again and i'd been over in europe and hanging out at a festival called euroblast which again shout out to remy um and john who runs it they were mm. nice enough to let me just come over photograph be a artist past person so with you know catering and mm. backstage and mm. hanging out and i could just do whatever the fuck i wanted for the whole festivals right um, awesome. and it's a famous well i say famous infamous it's an awesome festival. It feels almost like family because it doesn't get too big. It's not like a huge, it's like, you know, five, 6,000 over a couple of days. Um, mm-hmm. But you're talking everyone from Meshuggah, Igor, Cynic, stuff like that headline it. So it's yeah. great artists. Um, the, t- oh, yeah. the two times I've been, it was Igor, I think it was Igor and Cynic the first time. Mm-hmm. And then the second time was like, Frontiera and car bomb, Jesus. So, like, basically giving yourself a hemorrhage. Um, yeah, yo, Frontiera right. too. They're really good friends of mine. So, much love oh, to yeah. the Frontiera boys. They're fucking sick. Um, and yeah, so so uh, the, they end their two or three day festival on the last night with a rave, <laughs> so everyone can stay. <laughs> they and get end it with a rave. <laughs> Yeah, it's Germany, man. Come on. It's Germany. It's like, all right, let's mellow out and just take yeah. Molly and have a rave, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm not kidding. Like, we're talking legit doof, 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 like, for, like, fucking seven hours. It's oh, like I'm actually speaking of, we're talking about Cryptops here. Like, I remember when Casey and I, we got to fucking mm. Germany. We got there and we're like, all right, let's go. Because we got there a day early and then um, pulled up to the venue in the bus and stuff. Berlin, and dude. At it's Berlin, Casey. it turned into, like, a six-story rave. There well, was, like, a yeah, different... Yeah. Goth it was like club K seventeen like, or something was that the club we were playing something like that yeah yeah but there but was, they, every floor had a different thing going on but it was, we, we went to the show we 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 went to the show at the place we were going to play at the next night but we just hung out at the venue and there was like a that that was like an industrial like goth like industrial show whatever you know <laughs> yeah and then like was- i don't know we we met some girls at the show or whatever some friends then we just like went over then like the next night. We, or no that was the same night that the, that night i guess before yeah the, then we went to the like across this like walkway and there's people like fire dancing or like eating fire and shit oh yeah and then like and then you go up and there's like this whole like multi-story like party yeah. going on like mm. that's what each, I remember. each floor was a different theme there was like a metal theme <laughs> oh, was they, a rave it's infamous theme. for like these crazy party yeah. buildings and shit it's badass yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, it's it was, a weird vibe, but it's a cool vibe. I like. It. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird for you know if you're not used to it, and I wasn't. So I was like, Whoa, hmm. what the fuck? I was like at the corner yeah. guy going like, what the fuck is going? On? Like a every floor adventure of nightclub. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. the guy where when we get to Eureka, there's yeah, chicks hanging from the ceiling. Oh, hanging from hooks. Well, that was a little. Yeah. That was a little more methy. Yeah, they're messing around. I would think that I would accept fire dancing and fire eating. Berlin was great, but Germans would do that, but back. they wouldn't. They wouldn't be as. They would like exclude meth. You know, <laughs> they would exclude. They would. Uh, like, or, well, you know, it just wasn't as. 
I mean, the the hooks in in, in Eureka, like people hanging from the hook, it was very white trashy, like like methy. very. Like the whole like, scene, like it just the way that it was. It was. Here's a quick story, Carrie, Casey. I don't think we've ever even talked about this on the fucking podcast, but there was this girl like taking picture, wanted to take pictures with outside, and then she mm. runs inside with a knife and like stabs someone or something. What? And then what? we had to like leave. She just she, like, brought a knife inside. She like brought a knife inside. Was it? No, it was in Eureka. She like brought a oh. knife inside mm. or something, and like was got that like the same made... knife. I don't know if she stabbed anyone, but no. she like brought a knife inside and showed it, and then people like started flipping out at the end flipping of the night. Out. We was at the end of the yeah. night, we played. Like, like you guys played. Yeah, after we played, way after we played. After like, oh, okay. Yeah, way after we played. But she was like, "No, oh, I'll take pictures of you guys." And then she ran inside and had like a pulled a knife on someone or something, and we're just like, "All right." I remember my. Um, I don't remember my first meth, but I can see what happens when you hit that stuff. Jesus Christ! It turned into a fucking weird situation. Yeah, we had to leave and like, like squeaker. Yeah, so yeah, in right. so in Australia, I mean, like mm. you know, we have like a, a meth problem. <laughs> we see a bunch of like yes. you know, and, and big cities. Is that there too? Uh, different sorts of variants of it. Okay, like meth is fucked here as well. It's like a pretty because you can make thing. it from any cough medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Like it doesn't like, have to be grown somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But no, it is a common. Like it is obviously just as much an issue. It's not at the like we don't have the population level to have the epidemic intensity you guys do mm, of it. You know, like yeah. it's not like it's not like out of central LA or something where I've seen videos of that shit, and I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're basically camping on meth row. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's pretty intense, and like you know, you feel for those people. It's pretty fucked up. Like everyone tries shit and everyone's done stuff and everyone's done things but it's different people take different dives <laughs> with those things and it's pretty yep. horrific like seeing that shit work out um yep. but yeah <laughs> it's a drum of meth, right? yeah, you, you, you're allowed to call a punk album or a grind album that i give you permission yeah <laughs> meth row records. give you permission meth row, meth row <laughs> no it's all it's all meth and fentanyl up in the down yeah, the meth, right. meth and the fentanyl dude that's like yeah the, yeah uppers and downers it's like it's, oh, hell yeah. it's here in san diego it's in la it's in it's in everywhere man it's, it's oh, it, it is unfortunately it's, it's much more prominent now too post pandemic mm. i'm not going into oh that. yeah i'm just saying like yeah Whatever was bubbling up before that is full-fledged now, you know? I, I, I like to use the term. It was uh, political and financial fuckery that probably caused most of that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's sadly something you can't avoid in any country. But also um, just the fentanyl, like, getting changed into this. That's a gnarly fucking... Well, it's it's the next. Uh, it's a different Oxycontin, basically. Because remember, there's a big Oxycontin mm. thing, and then, that kinda, then it got like, it's a soul. How about... Fentanyl was like twenty times strong or hundred times stronger. Yeah. People were like, "Dude, that's the chronic." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my first my my first thing of ever hearing about fentanyl was because mm -hmm. I'm my shop where I work is down the street from a pharmacy, and we it's a little fenty. Yeah, we, we get a lot of uh, homeless people and shit like yeah. that. But there's this one guy he comes in like a homeless dude. And he's just like, dude, I need scissors. I have a, I have a, <laughs> I, have a I, I have a a patch that I'm supposed to put on that I just got at the pharmacy, mm. but I I don't have any way to open this thing because it's childproof. But he's like weak, you know, like can't. Yeah, like couldn't it open it. Yeah. So it's I just give intense. him a pair of scissors and I watch him throw it on just like a nicotine patch, dude. And I 
he throws away the thing and I look and it it was fentanyl. It was a, a trans yeah, like a trans transdermal patch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony just licked it like a stamp. He's like, all right, I got, I got to check this out, dude. What's this all? So about? I had to go home for the day. <laughs> He's like, you have to lick it right to get it on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like a stamp. <laughs> Terrific, but amazing at the same time. You know, supposed to lick it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like what's this fentanyl shit you know that was before Hmm. anybody was talking about it i was like fentanyl what the fuck is that and then slowly throughout time it becomes like a a a buzzword now you know oh for sure for sure yeah yeah yeah. it's definitely one of those i mean it was oxycontin oxys that was a big thing with the whole uh 2010s yeah, the, uh, o- the Oxycontin Express and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, people were just handing like, it out. Flying just like, in and out of state and like doing the. Yeah, they were going to one road. pharmacy, getting getting something filled, and then taking the going same the prescription, going to another one, and they were yeah. filling that, and they were filling them like getting like a thousand. Like those things, yeah. it's will well, k- killed millions of people too. So oh, like, it's purely because yeah. well, yeah, Florida well, or whatever it was didn't have a regulated computer database. Oh yeah, no, there's money. Yeah, it's money grabs. Yeah, well, yeah. well, what it is is that like, and I don't know. I've never even done an opiate, honestly. Actually, never really yeah, done no, both no. of those. But like, it's not judging All people who have. I just, I've never. No, no I, judgment on anyone. I, but I basically, I, yeah. And I've had friends die like from. Yeah, yeah. So mm. it's not a joke to me. But yeah, but the thing is like, like I think a lot of it's like from like people get addicted to it from the pharmaceutical stuff, right? And this is like people know this. It's like common knowledge. But like. You know, like, and then Oxycontin was one of those things. People would just, it's so great that they're just like, I want this forever. And then they stop being able to get it and they can't mm. refill it and stuff. And so they're like, then they turn to street shit. Yeah. Because yeah, they can't. Yeah. And then, um, and then once they're doing that, then, then it just gets, and then like, then they don't know if it's laced with whatever. And then that fentanyl stuff is just, right. You know, all of a sudden you die. You're just like, okay, cool. Fentanyl is like taking dabs of yeah. oxygen. Yeah. It's like, you want to take a dab of it? Like, uh, yeah, but I, no, no, thank you. Not because I'm not kill you it's like, yeah. you know how high you got off that stuff. Do you want to take a dab of this? Like, it's, it's just crazy it's, to yeah, see the uh, footage of the, the guys who are, you know, got the voiceover and they're behind the mask and they're the, mm. the the dealers on the street and literally using fentanyl as a way to boost their business because if they cut a certain oh, amount yeah. of it people, if somebody people dies die. that, yeah everybody else around Everyone wants it. will be like, yeah. be like oh it's good shit i know it's so fucked up well there's like the stories of like even like kurt cobain and lane staley and like on tour like nirvana and allison chains and they're like doing like so like the, those two dudes or something there so i can't remember like exactly the story but like they were like competing mm. to do like who could do the most and like they were all about getting like to the verge of death almost like that high where you're like almost dead and then you're just like that's the shit right there well i mean i think that tension and release is something that we need to come back really? on dude and that's like the biggest release that everybody's looking for well, I got and addicted to is, it to, to Norco's, and man, it's well, for like saying, six like, months. And that, that shit, that's. I mean, even I watched a uh, uh, Tommy Lee interview with on Tom Tom Segura was interviewing mm-hmm. him. He's like, "What was your favorite drug?" He's all heroin. Are you kidding me? That was the sick. Of, you know, it's like I have all, to pick one. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, cocaine's a joke. Like her- heroin. <laughs> like, I don't, what were we even that's, talking about? That's and the was, drug. Yeah, because that was. I mean, but the thing is, the most debilitating. I mean, it just feels like your whole body is just like, uh, you know. 
and I was I only took the I've never tried heroin, but I've tried the legal version of Norco's and stuff. I I was hurt for a while and got a bunch, and it was scary. Once I was off, once I was done with it, yeah, I yeah. was like, I feel that pull really. Quick, oh dude. man, I started crying. I was like, yeah. and then when I started crying, I was like, all right, this shit's got way too much of a handle on me. I'm done, and I just stopped. Then I stopped that day because so I was like. Well, I want it so bad right now. I want it so bad. And because my body was all, I was taking like 10 Norcos a day. Like I was taking mm. like a ton. And you're supposed to take like two. I was taking like 10 and like, mm. and just drinking and doing what's stupid. This is like 2009, 10, so something like that. Norcos are an opiate. It's the same thing as Oxycontin and Fentanyl, uh, but a way okay. of ver- okay. version of it. Um, but it's like, a, yeah, it's like, yellow belly those oh man those oh getting rated shit i didn't do any drugs i've never done drugs like luckily yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I am the greatest yeah. human alive I've i drank a couple budweiser's one time who who what rated up, sorry. sorry fuck i don't have a twitch open so who rated can you guys tell me so i could make a mic we're getting mega mic stuff scott carster we're getting way too people i've never done i've never done drugs and yeah. uh, <laughs> so I was like, that was like the most intimate story I was okay. going into. Take <laughs> it out of the weeds for the uh, thank Raiders. you, Scott. Love you. Um, we're talking to monsters around us, aka Colin Cadell. Cadell, Cadell, sorry, correct. However, you, however you want, it doesn't bother me. Um, let's talk about okay, so <laughs> you had your your introduction to. The Aphex Twin, the yep. Square Pusher, and all yep, that yep. stuff. So, um, again, one, this is a two-part question because you you mm. started your venture into metal solo. Technically, you, you yeah, well, heard, well, like you like had heard two. that at the party. You heard Pantera at the party, and then yeah, yep, yep. Sent you down. So, what was the one group that made you start really or not even group just artists that made you start digging into the electronic music side of it and then tobin then amon tobin dude yes the lines of that going back that 100 that that totally makes sense it totally makes sense and that is a uh a project that i think anybody who would I would want to push in or not push into, but give a recommendation into electronic music. Amon Tobin is somebody who has it all. There's so many different doorways into it with that guy. My my recommendation is for anyone who's never heard and it's Amon like Egyptian Amon, A-M-O-N. Um, I think I Tobin. said it right. Did I just say yeah. it right? Yeah, yeah, no, you said it correct. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just right, making sure. Amon, I probably did a little more f- emphasis on the A. No, that's all right. Um, but Amon Tobin's like, um, much like Aphex Twin, elements of minimalism and like soundscapes and soundtracks and stuff, but also, you know, pulling heavily from glitch and electronica and drum and bass mm-hmm. and EDM and stuff. Um the best like best starting point is um in you know if you're old enough to remember this you guys remember the splinter cell games yes like video games so amon yes. tobin actually wrote the entire soundtrack to splinter cell chaos theory whoa okay. so if you look up the soundtrack to um that it's actually an amon tobin album it's not a soundtrack it's an amon tobin album and it wow. is like james bond the drum and bass 
version, like all but, of those yeah. weird slides and piano cues, but with dark, moody, gritty drum and bass. Um, the other, the other big one for me um, was definitely Ulver Perdition City. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God, dude. Okay, I, I just want to tell you, dude, that these are the actual feelings that I was feeling from listening to what I sampled from your catalog. Thank you. Was Perdition City, Aphex Twin, you know, the glitch aspects of those uh projects and Amon to- or sorry, Amon Tobin. Um I I'm glad that like I clicked with it in uh, the right vibe, you know? Well that that's it. And and it's a vibe I, I won't will admit I'm putting myself into a niche of a niche doing this project. <laughs> Which is, yeah. you know, a hard thing to say because me- underground metal's already a niche, underground electronic music's a niche, and then you combine the two together and you're like, fuck, I'm getting the 5% of the 5%. Um, <laughs> so let me slice off the 5% of the 5% of you right now with Olver. <laughs> now, I want to know when you dove in on that group and what was your first introduction? Well, was it Perdition City? It, it was Perdition City. Um, okay. That's that's my personal favorite era. I, I've listened to all eras. I love the older, you know, Nats Madrigal sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, all the way through to now where they're more of like a conceptual filmic 70s prog band. Right. Where they've so sort my, of evolved my, to. My, and I, I shout out to Ricky. He's may not be in the chat right now, but uh, Ricky from Dreamer, we've uh, both agreed that i think shadows of the sun is the quintessential over and i'm gonna say that right now for all you over fans that have that are down with the whole thing i think that's where they just bring it to such high levels of emotion and 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 there's elements of everything I have such a connection with that album, but like you said, Perdition City is actually my first introduction too. Even though hmm. I was Mister Black Metal Norway, like watching all the documentaries and knowing all the shit, like Over really was something that came later, and it came through what happened after their black metal phase and then i went back into it and realized oh wait these guys are making a fucking deep deep Mm. footprint in that second wave norway i know it's the second wave completely but there was also the first wave norway second wave norway what was coming out of there dimu we were just talking about yep they're they're still in there dod hemsgird i can't dod hemsgard I'll never, say it you say it. Yeah. I'll never say it correctly. Um, and over were yeah. another uh three solid groups that came out of that second wave, second first wave, second wave Norway shit. Mm, where I'm mm. like, yeah. And then it kind of makes sense that um they were all trying to be so unique that once it became a fad, they they just said, fuck it. We're, we're not doing black metal anymore. We're going to go mm. do this electronic, more proggy folk. And yeah. uh, all the other things that aren't metal. <laughs> well, there's like, you know, there's every chance that my project in 10 years, if it's still going, 
it might be something completely different. And that's part of the reason why I loved starting as a purely electronic thing. Because it gives me that grounding of like, whatever I evolve with, I'll always have the electronics, but it can evolve however it wants to, as far as like me as a person, how I'm feeling when I'm yeah, composing. And that's yeah. like exactly how it should be. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's definitely a cool ass thing. Like those albums are just revolutionary. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think of like, I'm a big soundtrack person too, like movies, you know, obviously like, you know, your John Carpenters and stuff like that. But I also mm. have like a real soft spot for like Harry yeah. Manfredini who did the Friday the 13th soundtrack. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. dude, that shit's um, great. I'm a soundtrack fan, so like see on the wall there, yeah. soundtracks, soundtracks, there's more hidden. I love them too. Like, that's my thing. Yeah. So, um, and it has to be like shit horror movies and stuff and sci-fi <laughs> movies and whatnot. Hell and, yeah. you know, like classics, you know, like I, I like finding like, um, I really enjoy when Wendy Carlos oh, stuff. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, you know, Tron, Actually, the Andromeda Strain, and, and all the Switch on Bach and all that. Yeah, yeah. Casey showed yeah. me all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Andromeda Strain and Tron and stuff are just legendary. Oh so yeah, dude. You can't hate that shit. Um, it's it's very, you know, I, I feel like that that stuff. So, um, it didn't also just lay, lay down groundwork. It almost established what that type of electronic music became for the rest of time mm-hmm. when you look at like andromeda strain i think was one yeah. of the first recorded instances of a synthesizer on like an album like the way it was used mm-hmm. and you listen to that and it's like almost listening to like something you'd hear abstract electronically between songs on a metal album it's really weird it's all like bleak is no it's, smart. it's very it's, blippy it's super cool thing to listen to because it carry gear got me into uh listening to like uh what's that guy's thomas like bergerinson or something yeah thomas, yeah uh, yeah, then like you know Hans Zimmer and all, all those, but like hmm. I have a list. I'm trying to find, but he like he has a, a Spotify list of all these things, and I, I throw that on during work. And I was like, man, I have so like, so many metal ideas are just lying in this. So many musical ideas are just here, like just. Well, if you if you want to get metal ideas from a soundtrack, just listen to anything by Tom Holkenberg. Okay, what uh what uh, uh, movies? Mad Max Fury Road. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Um, I think he did all the Zack Snydery Justice League films and stuff, and all that sort of shit. Definitely, um, when, you know, in the fixed up versions, not getting nerdy, but not in the cinematic stuff. It's one of those things where he did the original, then got pulled, and then got replaced, and came back. Um, but he's well renowned for that stuff. He was actually like an electronic artist as well. Oh, okay, so gotcha. I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head, but I'm I'm having a conniption with this. It was um. Berg, this is gonna annoy me because I should. I'm the same this. way. I can't. I can't just like be like, all right, dude. Uh, let's just Junkie move along XL. without me not knowing the name. What's his name? J- Junkie XL was his. Okay, okay, okay. Electronic. Right. Um, so he was a DJ as well. So he was a huge club DJ for quite a okay. while, and then he just came. He became a film scorer, and that's what he does yeah. nowadays. So if you want to check out some good modern scores, um, yeah, he's done. What is it? Three thousand years of longing. Um whole bunch of other shit battle angel a leader oh yeah uh, sonic the hedgehog 2 there you go deadpool terminator dark fate like yeah he's fucking massive yeah. okay jesus godzilla yeah. vs kong like we're getting <laughs> one of the yeah, amazing yeah. spider-man things or something yeah you know so yeah the, i mean dude it's extremely well known <laughs> well just to go back to the wendy carlos stuff for a second like yeah, i think yeah, like yeah, sure. with like of course the stanley kubrick like you know like 2001 of course, but like, of course, Clockwork Orange is really that's for like that. But like, oh, that kind of stuff, like, e- even like before, it was kind of like in the 70s, like, it was like a lot of like, you know, 
like movies had always had like classical music or like symphonic soundtracks and all that kind of stuff and they still like largely do to this day mm. you know but like all the like soundscapes and electronic stuff that came in also kind of coincided with the technology of like analog synthesizers being like a thing and the, like mm -hmm. like the, the the moog or moog or whatever synthesizers and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff and of course like wendy carlos kind of like pioneered a lot of that like or at least m made it like really awesome like with all the box stuff and everything and i think like like i mean just like mostly thinking of like clockwork orange like like it's like it's a movie that's like even like themed about like beethoven like ninth symphony like classical stuff and all that but then mm. like also there's like so much crazy soundscape like electronic analog moog yeah. stuff that was like in there and like like if you listen to that soundtrack you know there's all these crazy songs that are like there's that one i forgot what it's called but it has like a time clock at the beginning and it's like the entire thing's like a crazy psychedelic like uh, experience there we go yeah yeah and uh yeah it's just genius this is important as everything else in music I mean, music, mm. movies is the music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I was about to, I was well, yeah. to get to that. Yeah, and the like, vibe last, change. I love it. And yeah. the last thing I wanted to say just real quick is that I think yeah, that like on. that change of like, okay, classical music like in movies or whatever is like common. So like let, like taking that and then like ex expanding off like with the the technology of this of like the synthesizers being around, and mm -hmm. then like turning that into weird sound. Of course, they had like Foley and you know like 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 sound effects before yeah. that but 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 like doing that musically like where they could do that before with like you know real instruments and that's cool too but mm, like right. but basically like doing it electronically came with the technology it had to at some point mm -hmm. e even with tapes and stuff before but like especially with yeah. the analog synth movement uh and so that's just that's just i think that's kind of cool that like they took like the classical shit and then like like fucked with that and molded into this like mm -hmm. weird electronic fucked very up much so. version of classical and then yeah. it just went crazy from there you know yeah i don't know just... um no no that's 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 perfect it's, it's on point like <laughs> it's 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 a abstraction of audio basically is a good way to think of it like yeah. it's taking what you knew audio it is decomposing it mm-hmm and then reassembling it in a configuration that still has the time measures, but could be extended out across a time period and stuff, you know, like that's some of the first examples are probably like time sliding in audio, you know, where you're like almost dumping a clip in and you're stretching it rather than using it as it was intended and recorded. Like a lot of that was the, yeah. the start of that stuff. And that's how samples were coming in and doing things like that. It's pretty fucking crazy, really. Like we've come from a wall size synthesizer to like you know I can pick shit up for like a couple hundred. They bucks, just if even. Moog just got sold. They just got sold. Uh, I know uh, Trevor's buying like all the last Moog stuff because they're they got sold <laughs> before like before they Fender. get owned by someone else. It's like Fenders. It's like Fenders. Like Gibson like or something. Those, it's like wow. Gibson or Fender or something like oh, the, that. They just, they just got the bought. Gibson they got like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They finally got their. I know you got to get the get the original uh, not sold out the uh, <laughs> stuff. Which I mean, it does make a difference. You know, you think of. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Music Man basses, those were Music Man's. Now they've been Fender since the 80s or something. And and they yeah. have my dad has like a 73 Music Man, and that thing's like amazing. And then like the new ones, they just get mass produced. You know, they want to make mm -hmm. I get it. You know, it's like they look sick. A lot of people want the product because it looks cool rather than they're not like really that worried can be about it. funneled down all the way to a taqueria that changes. Uh... Uh, ownership that's and funneled the way burritos... <laughs> no I'm but it's true though it's true after 
You know? No, 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 no. Like, yeah. I remember it being really this way. Brand. It was consistent, and then now it changed over. Well, it's because all the ingredients are coming from the same place as the other trains that they already owned are coming from. So it's all like Costco now. It's not like yeah, they weren't they coming from like the that. original yeah. source. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that happens a lot. You know, there's changing hands of management or something like that. And but I think that like, uh, you know, like Moog is if if that's how you say. It, I don't even know if that's really. Moog. I mean, that's how this. If how that was to be yeah. purchased by Fender, I would hope that they would uh, stick to the same like ethic that that company had. You would hope for that. You can hope. I mean, hope for hoping is like I hope hope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> doesn't really ever happen. <laughs> it's like we're gonna use cheaper wood. We're gonna use cheaper circuits. We're gonna use cheaper. It's like we're gonna, it's like we're gonna use sell them cheaper. Um, what are they? MIDI samples, dude. Just so yeah, they're yeah. Gonna, everything's everything's gonna be cheaper. I mean, obviously they want to make more money, so I, I get it. They're gonna yeah. hike the price up. It's gonna be more expensive. Yeah, cheaper. Yeah, they're yeah. Just, they're like they're just looking at like they're yeah they're, they're like a, they're a machine. They want to make money in the business. Mm, and everything is a corporation, but, dude. Yeah, they're, they're not just, acquiring it for the love of Moog. They're acquiring it for a, a bottom line. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, yeah. Why, well, yeah, that's exactly. why shit gets weird. You know, there's different business models. The name, like, dude. There are companies that like charge a bunch for these super high, like the PRS or something, where they like actually like really set up the guitars nicely and everything's like mm. you got to pay for that shit you know but it's like just there's there's, there's different like company models like just yeah. like any like a restaurant like you can sell more shit and charge less and create more of this mass-produced thing one business model the other one is create higher quality shit and charge more and it's going to be less out you know it's just it's all just yeah, different yeah, models. Yeah. It's, just, it's just like numbers and yeah projections how and do we take this company that may not be making as much money as when they started mm. to continue the name like yeah. they're buying the yeah. name and then people yeah. like die off who like owned it originally and then their kids own it or whatever it's like oh money they're like i don't Money's care like, yeah. Yeah. exactly yeah. take it <laughs> take it yeah yeah it's just like 48 not. million take it who cares cash out and just is, live your yeah. life isn't Definitely. gibson like are they still like going or what's going on with Gibson? I mean, I know they've gone bankrupt a bunch. I worked at a Guitar Center in yeah. 2011. I remember like even Guitar Center was like going bankrupt when I was working there. Yeah. But um, mm. it's just constant. Like it sucks. It's really hard to like keep anything musical alive in a physical retail realm. It sounds because you have to be so there's so many people with so many different tastes. And um, when you go in there, it's like, oh, it's just all it's like all Fender Gibson. It's like just the hits like we're mm. we're selling the hits here there's not and then there might be some like you stuff that's cool like that's that's where you can mm -hmm. kind of find gems there but man that's that's a tough business especially with sweetwater and an american musical supply out yeah. there it's like you can just go like oh, i could try it for free and just click <laughs> on a credit card that you're gonna give me and i pay zero dollars all right Thank well you. let me just try that out yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 so hard for them and the fact that they're still even surviving um, at a higher rate than I would say record stores are surviving is a mm. complete it just I don't even yeah, know how I know how yeah. Did, yeah, I don't, I don't know idea yeah, I how feel like do in it. instrument stores I'm like how are you doing it like, <laughs> I know there's like, like the local the local music stores yeah. like we have one in Aptos Jensen's music and it's been there for like 30 years and I'm like yeah. there's never anyone in there and I'm like, how are you guys? Like, it gives us lessons or like a thousand dollars like a second. Like, how are you guys yeah. like keeping the rent 
like which is like well, the highest I, print in California. Depending on how far it goes back, they could have been lucky enough that they actually own the premises rather than yeah, that's true. Out. That's in true. In which case, yeah. you've got no overheads except for running expenses. And I guess if you can at least balance that margin, like yeah, it, that's it, true. Yeah, that's that's, thing. Yeah. But My I mean, that's a rare thing. Like shit, grandfathered it. Dude, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I probably brought it up on the a previous episode, but going to Streetlight in Santa Cruz. Was mm. a big, um, it was a big like reality check for me because I went there with like nostalgic high hopes of being able to rekindle whatever I did when I'd go down to Santa Cruz to hang out with you guys before I would go hang out with you guys. I would hit up Streetlight and see mm. what the vast metal and black metal grindcore experimental avant-garde section would be. And then mm. hit up the rock and hip-hop after that, too. But I would be able to spend two hours in a record store easily mm. and have a blast doing it the whole time. Yeah. And so I wanted to, I wanted to do that again. And mm. it was... Uh, a huge disappointment in my wanting what I wanted from this this situation, but still dove in. I went through the whole store and 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 um what was sad was that this gigantic section that we used to have when we were young, it was whittled down to literally three, four aisles. Yeah, it's like, like lanes. Lane. It's not yeah. even aisles. It's like it's like this big, <laughs> little like sections. Yeah, and and but they saved all the like the old placards, cool fucking logos that the old the guys and gals that don't even work there anymore put that together. You know, mm, mm. they they on their breaks when people weren't in there doing little logos and and making the deicide logo sick with a permanent marker you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and all that was still there and i think that that's where the love is like they're actually showing like this is what it used to be here's some like he, here's a little bit of evidence of what this place used to be unfortunately yeah. Yeah, right the writings on the wall it's gonna be gone pretty soon for sure yeah so dude i i like went there was, i know it sucks I, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be real with you guys like two three times i wanted to cry while i was in there because i you? was i was trying to experience something and you want to know what didn't that kept me from crying was whoever was on the the mix that that day hmm. put on a live king crimson album oh fuck yeah and that was playing the whole time while i was in there and i was like okay here's something that i can tether to that i know would have been playing while i was flipping through these records or albums cds and yeah. and and so it, there's something that I could still, I have the environment, I have the soundtrack, but I'm flipping through emptiness. Mm. It was, it was kind of, uh, it's a bit profound, a deep, yeah, yeah. deep fucking thing that I was having 
Mm. And I was in there with nobody. I was in there with employees, dude. <laughs> there was nobody else flipping through the DVDs, looked around, nobody in the movie section. Mm. Nobody in the record section. I'm in the CD section by myself, flipping through everything that I could possibly, and I didn't buy anything, dude. So you, I didn't yeah. leave with one thing. So you're part of the problem? <laughs> yep. And that's exactly. why they're going out of business. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's tough. It's 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 kind of like you I mean with a lot of industries you've seen, like you know, like there's been the, the all the video rental stores, like those there was one left in Santa Cruz forever, and all mm. the locals were going there and they're renting shit for uh, east east side video, Joseph, you know. Um east side video was like still going, just trying to fucking keep it afloat. And all Wasn't the it, uh, go East there. Cliff, East Cliff video. It was the one over by uh, Dollar Tree in Santa Cruz, uh, by a Carrie's house. Yeah, I miss the East mom Cliff. and pop video shops. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like being able to, you yeah. know, like stand out the front. They would have like a fucking arcade cabinet or something. You'd have like Samurai Showdown or Puzzle Bob yeah, or dude. some Metal Slug or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it and you'd wander like... in, and they all knew you, and they didn't give a fuck if it was R rated. They're like, "Yeah, your mum and dad's fine with it. It's all sweet." Thanks. You know yeah. what's crazy about this though is that there is like, you know, obviously we've seen so many times. There's been so many throwbacks and so many mm. like nostalgic things coming back from the '80s. Like people are selling cassette tapes again. People are doing yeah. like things like that again. So if there, I could see a like a a, a comeback of like, a, I mean, there is like a blockbuster left in Alaska. And I know they're like, yeah. there's another one that just opened like somewhere else, but it's kind of like a nostalgic kind of hipster kind of thing. But at the same time, it's uh, it's I would love if a blockbuster opened hmm. in Santa Cruz, I would be there well, all the fucking time. I'd be like, well, fuck, yeah, I'm going to find it. Wait, here again. It's like all the new movies that come out. So you just you go and you get like the little case and the whole like VHS thing and you like rent them out. But there's nothing in there. It's just like a token, like a code. So you can go home and like stream yeah. it. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. oh, like yeah, I just want to yeah. go out and like pick One it out, you know. You, you, you like, right. oh, have to like look at cases and shit and look at yeah. covers and be like, oh, this yeah. is sick. Like oh, I miss yeah. that feeling of picking something up and literally not having the internet to really refer to and go like imagine good. you just go, oh, that's sick. <laughs> let's let's check it out. But imagine though what uh, on the Casey's point, like imagine if like because remember when you were younger and stuff, I'd go to like you know, Hollywood video with my dad, oh, yeah. you know, like yeah. on a Friday night. And like, yep. there's a movie I needed to see, and it would like we'd go there, and it'd just be out. And they're like, "No, you can't watch it." And like, imagine like exactly. nowadays, like, there's none out. Go, and I was just thinking, that someone just, said that's someone like, now. you can't watch it, dude. Yeah. They're like, "Dude, you can't give you another nope, stream, dude." It can't be watched. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, our, our quota is max, motherfucker. You wait. Yeah, <laughs> we got a two-hour <laughs> window coming up soon. You wait. Yeah. God, that feeling was shitty, dude. When you're like wanting that one movie, and then oh, the second or, place how movie. How sick was this though? Yeah, how sick was. All of them are out except for one copy, and you got the last. You got copy. the last one. Yeah, you find it uh, hidden on yeah, like a bottom dude. shelf or some shit, and yeah. you're like, "Yo, yeah." Or asking staff, that, just being like, "Dude, is there one that got returned? Like, is there?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, that would that be the move too." Yeah, I did exactly. that too. They look in the yes. box. They're like, "Oh, this one." <laughs> like, oh, 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 okay. Yeah. They scan it. They're like, "All right, he returned it on time." You guys, you guys remember like renting oh, like a like a Nintendo system or whatever? Oh, I've done like a briefcase and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fifty bucks. Like oh, dude, I, one of my birthdays, my parents were like, "We're gonna rent a Dreamcast for you," and I was like, yeah. "Fuck yeah!" I rented a, <laughs> just like a, in a Super Nintendo. Thing. That's how old I am. I rented a Super Nintendo because I had yeah. a Genesis, and I was like, "I want to try the Super Nintendo" because I heard that Mortal Kombat's got blood on that. So that's what I want. Or no, like, give it the way me. around. 
Street, street Fighter. Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, I was the opposite. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. MK was the flip and Street Fighter was, yeah, the other way around for the goal. That's right, that's right, confusing. that's right. But yeah, the Super Nintendo Street Fighters were way better than the, the Mega Drive. Oh, what yeah, exactly. Jackson that's what it was. Game? What was the Michael Jackson game? Moonwalker. Uh, Moonra- uh, Moonwalker. Moonraker? Moonwalker. No, Moonraker is the James Bond film with uh, <laughs> Moonraker. Moonwalker. Moonwalker is, I believe. <laughs> Michael the... Jackson in Moonraker. As <laughs> where you do that uh, smooth you change one letter at first, first level. I expect you to die, Bond. <laughs> What does yeah. he do? He like this. Little, like, <laughs> yes, you throw your hat. You throw your hat yeah, like either. super gnarly. <laughs> guys get knocked. That's the only thing I can imagine. Dude, that was my. Just... That was the game that my parents rented the Genesis. Oh wait, yeah. yeah. Michael, Michael Michael Jackson, Jackson is odd job. That was my first. Uh, my <laughs> first taste of Genesis was the Michael Jackson game. It wasn't had, a bad um, game. Though. And then I saw. Play. Then I played Sonic, and I was like, "This is the shit." Dude. <laughs> yeah, I need rings, dog. Like, I'm I trying remember, to get rings. I remember, like playing uh, Sonic on the Dreamcast at the game store and being like, "What the fuck? This shit is like metal. Like it yeah. was super hardcore, <laughs> dude. So <laughs> super st- fast, dude. and the music was cool, and it was uh, like, which, damn. By I'm the old way, enough, conspiracy, like, conspiracy yeah. undo shit. I think that Michael Jackson was involved in Sonic. Uh, it's true. The it's true. Soundtrack. Like, yeah. the soundtrack wasn't he? Yeah, he was. The soundtrack of Sonic. Of the Sonic? Yeah. Yeah, he helped it's compose. It's like based on some Michael Jackson shit, but like yeah. unrelated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you got like 15 rings and rows, like. The music was like, like a Nintendo version of like hedgehogs. some random, could be Michael Jackson song, like from the 80s kind of thing. Well, it almost feels like, and like this is like deep cuts for music nerds. The difference between like Super Nintendo and Super Nintendo was like more your grungy American kind of vibes with the soundtracks. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, but then all the Japanese stuff was like, we got to do like Yoko Kono jazz, but it has to be 8 bit. Because you listen to like Sonic and there's so many interweaving melodies and like shit changing, but the beats are there and you're just like, it's pretty full on. They never want you to fall asleep while playing Sonic. It's that blast processing, man. Oh, dude, when I used to go, they had a, a, my dentist had a, like a, you know, because any game console was a big deal back then. It was, oh, shit, yeah. you, you, know, you know what I mean? Like if, if someone had it in a, like at a, the dentist office had like one of those ones where they had the like glass case with the the screen and the wild. two controllers popping out. And I remember when my dad's like, we're going to the dentist. I'm like, fuck yeah, we're going to the dentist. And I'd just be <laughs> yeah. like playing Sonic and shit. And they're like, all right. Like fucking, let me carve into a tooth. <laughs> Digging that future <laughs> real quick. I'm like, oh dude, bummer. Oh, you got me. Uh, ah, but like, dude, that's so crazy. That you're <laughs> bring, 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 fuck. <laughs> or what was the dolphin memory. one? The dolphin game. Oh, Echo the dolphin. The dolphin. Echo, Echo the dolphin. dolphin. Nobody fucking can play Echo, dude. Don't. I love Echo, dude. Comes... Fuck you. What are you younger Chime than me? In the chat By right a year. Now and tell me that you know how to fucking play Echo. You don't know how to fucking play Echo, dude. Nobody knows how to play Echo. <laughs> Easy ass game, dude. Fuck that shit. No extraterrestrial how... dolphin isn't really what I expected for like a Sega highlight. Like, <laughs> Fuck think... yeah, this is nineties think... shit. I think uh, Anthony's more of a Star Fox guy than. Nah, <laughs> fuck Star Fox too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm down with Sonic. I'm down with Super Mario Brothers. I'm down with uh, old school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, the yeah. that was a good arcade. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm one yeah, of those suckers for like the old LucasArts point and click adventure era. So like full throttle. 
Oh, Full Throttle is one of my favorite throttle? games of all time. It's one. Of my, it's, it's literally my, my, my favorite, favorite game. games of all time. It's yeah, literally it's my, my favorite. And full stop. <laughs> oh my god! Full High five. It's trippy that you brought that up. Oh, the true. biker dudes in the fucking yeah. oh my god that's, yeah. that's literally my favorite game oh my god mark hamill is rip burger is he really yeah yeah the, the 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 villain dude is mark hamill from memory dude that was the sickest game and i actually uh got it recently somehow and like played like a i played it all the way through and beat it again yeah they've uh, got like the remaster that came out a few years back yeah uh dude me and carrie we were like we were all on it just trying to get through it it was Sorry to get into video oh, games. Good. What's everyone's favorite video game? We got Joel and Collins. So mine is Super Metroid. Nice. Okay. Of all time. Yeah. You're, if you had to pick one video game, Anthony and Joseph. For I'll the rest go, of my life? I would uh, do Ocarina of Time. Oh, Zelda? Solid. Wow. Yeah. That what? game is like just... No, I got... I got my, I mine's flashback, wild, flashback on Genesis. Flashback. It's, it's called Flashback. flashback. Dude, can yeah. you steep, stop going deep cuts of my memory? <laughs> what you, ne next you're gonna be like oh yeah and then my other favorite game was like before that there was another one like that called another world and that shit was <laughs> I, played that, I played that too Shout yeah because another world's literally one of my I favorite am, games I in history Eric i didn't have i didn't have a sega so i'm not doing know what you guys think. donkey kong country dude i fucking donkey kong oh yeah, I, the bananas I if, if i'm on a yeah, I got uh, respect. island i gotta be able to pick one from each console because dude yeah oh dude no, I gotta, one. You get one. You get one. Not from each console. You want to make it easy, soft one for you. Forever. Pick one. Okay, so then it's the it's it's Super <laughs> Mario Brothers, dude. It's the you know classic. actually you know what's funny? Did you hear about that thing where it's like the where he goes, "It's a me, a Mario." Yeah, uh, it's it's a me is Japanese. I remember that. For, really? uh, I mean, super, right? It's super. I mean, super, Mario. So he's so saying, super Mario. Super Mario. 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 Super Mario. Yeah. And you thought. My whole life, I was like, "Oh, it's Italian." It's like, oh, no, it's oh really? Then again, <laughs> yeah. so you, you hear that, Let's and then it, it could be bullshit. So somebody who knows Japanese, I saw a few oh. things on it. I actually looked it up because it was a Dude. Japanese-made game, and they're like, "It's a me, it's a me." Means like, yeah. what was it? It's a me Mario. Super. So it's Super Mario. Yeah. It's actually well, actually no, that spaghetti isn't in the game. <laughs> That game was <laughs> no, 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 he's Italian. Is... He's Italian, so he's getting, he's taking a big hit to this. But well, I don't <laughs> actually know. It's starting to hit me in my my loins. Real I don't know if he was right actually Italian though in the original Mario games. I believe they were just plumbers who were brothers. No, it's canon from the movie that they're from Brooklyn, right? I thought that was canon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's when. Oh that's my god! It the, like that's... the movie and the TV show happened. And now all of a sudden they became Italians, but that couldn't have been the original. He's Italian American. Thing. He's a, like Brooklyn guy. The, all right, yeah. the really? Super Mario Wait, movie. If yeah, you ever watched that, some, uh, that's. I think that's a cool. Like, what? What better for him? You know, and yeah. the fact that it was made by Japan, and we're all like fucking sleeper agents for Nintendo now. Like anyone brings <laughs> it up, and we're just like, holy <laughs> shit! Like they could totally break. We're brainwashed. Did I rode by the the Nintendo factory when I was on the bullet train from Kyoto? Mm, or yeah. it's in Kyoto, I guess. Whoa. And I was like, oh, there it is. And it was like the Nintendo building, like the that's like the original. What? I guess that's what Can I was you told. Buy that and then yeah, on a on the bullet train it goes right by it. Yeah. Is it like Dude. the Hershey factory that give you like little samples of like cartridge to eat? Yeah, I think you guys you guys know when Nintendo's and fucking 
You guys know the history of Nintendo partially, don't you? Like at all? No, do, do give us a brief rundown because I know yeah, you have so, some. So, hey, tell me if this is wrong. We're getting back to cowboy and western era here. I'll look it up. So, what was the end of like the cowboy era? Like late eighteen somethings to the eighteen nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like turn of the century, basically. Um, so Nintendo were not just founded as a video game company. Um. They've Good. always been involved, yeah. So they've always been involved in in products in general. And so we're go, going a bit crazy deep diver here. Nintendo okay. was founded in twenty third of September, eighteen eighty nine. What? Jesus. Nintendo are well yeah. renowned for Hana, Hanafuda playing Kyoto. cards, which are Japanese produced gambling cards. Yeah, that's what I remember. They used to make poker decks for casinos. Really? Yep, they're Holy a company that made the money of gambling yeah. and then sold that shit to children as a console. Damn. That's legit, but, their history. I'm not joking you. I mean, so, it's all right part of gambling. It's all part of the concept still, of gambling. Board, like, I love gambling. gambling. So what was their next out of the playing cards? Uh, let's have a look. Um, Nintendo was founded in 1889 mind, right? by Nintendo Kopai, uh, by craftsman oh, the, Fuji's There's Sajiro a Disney tie-in at 1949. There's a Disney got involved, right? I think there's Yeah, I think there's a lot. So, like, yeah, they that. they literally started out fucking shit apart right now. Nintendo yeah, yeah. Karuta. Karuta. So they were still playing cards up through till 1968. Um, they made classic and electronic toys from 1960 to the 70s. Um, they made some so of the wait, first like the home TV games. So they went all the way to 68. 1889. Yeah, yeah. And, and it went from 1889 all the way up to the late 60s just selling card decks. Just doing cards. Okay. Yeah. 82 to 88 was the Nintendo actually started. Yes. Yeah, so, so like their, their original name is the Nintendo Playing Card Co. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And that's their actual original title. So, so well, it's all it's all I, founded by a company there's, that did Yeah, that. there's a documentary on Netflix about it. Um, mm. And later they like start with an episode where it's a guy who works at the Nintendo in America where people are just calling in and their entire team is like Nintendo help where you just like tell people on the phone how to like play the game they're working on. And I guess that was just like an entire industry of like young kids employed to do that. And I was just like, mm. that's the coolest job ever that's ever existed. <laughs> just like help people with video games all day while you learn how to do it. So yeah, and if you want to hear something hilarious, during that beginning era when they were making cards, like for gambling and stuff, they also made cards specifically for advertising cigarettes. Damn, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's your history lesson. I'm someone yeah. who's obsessed with like memorizing weird history trivia and shit. So that's a, we pop up some combo all kind of tangent. So there you go. They they're actually so a gambling card. What, uh, the then they made the professor thing professor was talking about. Hmm. I was going to say that I knew um, a bunch of people who were game testers for PlayStation. As, oh, true shit. As like a legit gig. Yeah, my neighbor like, ended up better working, than working for PlayStation. At McDonald's. They were probably making yeah. the same money, but they were just playing video games for their... My I, friend was I a baseball player. Really baseball player who got hired to work on their baseball games like just because he was kind of techie. So that was With cool. With a... Uh, hmm. I was going to say a guy that puts the green balls on and does. Oh, like yeah, that. right. Tony Hawk in for, yeah. for TPS or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And his, he writes about that, how like each ball, he's like falling on a skateboard and they're wincing and he finds out each one's worth like $10,000. He's like, mm. uh, a bunch of them. 
Jesus. It's, I mean, t- yeah. Tony Hawk, speaking, he said Tony Hawk, as far video games are concerned, there's a lot of people we've had on the podcast where Tony Hawk kind of like got them into metal. That was like mm-hmm. the, the soundtrack behind Tony Most Hawk. Gators. They were like, oh, Primus. Or, you know, they started like, for me, it was Primus. That's like what my dad was. Yeah, CKY. Yeah. But that was like where it started. Like you heard like a video game song. You're like, this, what's up with this? And then you start there, you know, or you watch yeah. Ace Ventura and you start there or you like, you know what I mean? It's like, or not start there, but like you get upgraded to like a crazier style of music rather than like Smash Mouth. You're like, oh shit. Uh, it gets crazier than Smash it gets, Mouth. It's crazier. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I, I like that far. somebody, uh, yeah. In, and this is going to be pushing my memory here. I believe it's in The Mighty Ducks 3. Yes. So we're going deep. The they're at like more high school college age, and him and the uh-huh. the main character and it is part like the chick he likes or whatever are talking about music. And I still remember to this day watching it when I was really young, just being like, oh yeah, you know, another Mighty Ducks film. And it cracked me up because I had heard that Pantera stuff, like I was talking about. And there's yeah. a scene where she's like, Oh, what kind of music you're into? And he goes, Oh, I love Pantera. And she's like, I love Pantera too. And it just cracks me up that that line is in a fucking Disney feature film. <laughs> you, <laughs> just, awesome. you just unloaded like such memories on me right now because Mighty Ducks 2 was what introduced me to street hockey. Wow. And, there you go. And, and after that movie. <laughs> There was a run of street pucks that came with a triangle. We were talking mm, about triangles. Puck, puck, wrote a triangle of roller balls in it, and and you would yeah. play this puck on the street. But there was the knuckle puck. Yeah, yeah. That I always tried to do, and I think I actually achieved it a couple of times. Where you kick the puck up on its side yeah and on the you, side it's like the happy yeah, gilmore kinda, version of hockey you totally kick a field goal with yeah. the puck you know yeah, yeah. It's the exact same that's awesome uh whatever you know your 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 stick is now the you know the field goal kicker thing and you're you're making that thing flip and dude even though it was you, you look back at that movie now and it was totally faked every time. I wanted it to be real, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So no, you're totally. just trying to enact a copy this fake thing that that was posed to you as <laughs> possible. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the it's the Happy Gilmore, the Happy Gilmore, same thing. It's like everyone wanted to do like the running up, like like drive I, like, I successfully did that i'm a golfer yeah, see, so i can i can actually pull that it's, off okay so a quick story about anthony real quick because i told this to someone it's recently and i forgot <laughs> so we met at a top golf you guys know top golf it's like yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. places where you play like you know for scores and stuff and yeah. i met i was living in sacramento at the time and anthony and his family were there and anthony his, his dad's been taking anthony out to play golf his whole Since fucking life 11 is 11 and dude was we, me and anthony were drunk and uh, Anthony was Hammered. just missing the ball, and his dad's face was just like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> his dad, his dad had this disappointment, like, like, "My, oh, my son, my son, Anthony, you, have, you have failed Anthony me." He brought out a friend, and now he, this is what he shows after all these years of me playing. <laughs> his his dad's face was the best, just like him, just going like, "Dude, I spent thousands of dollars taking you." But to actually, golf. no. Now let's do a little side note, like. I'm glad that that happened because you actually were 
coming out I'm, like, oh, dude, what the fuck, dude? I'm going to go out with all these golfer guys, and I got to fucking yeah, I suck try at and it. hit a golf ball. I don't golf. And then I go out and do what I did. You know, <laughs> it was the right, funniest. Good, dude. <laughs> it made me feel so comfortable, dude. If that was like a comfortable move to make me feel comfortable, you did a great job. I felt like, <laughs> I was like your dad was like bummed on you. Like your family was disgraced by you. And I'm like, okay, well, I feel like I can hit next. I'm good. <laughs> I've always been like that, dude. I've never been the one that can uh own up to like my dad or my brother's playing mm. i've always been the guy that's like fuck it dude let's drink beers let's get high and and if i hit it straight fuck yeah dude you know that's yeah yeah you're never competitive with it same with you, you and uh, always trip me out about anthony and... for a fucking birdie and i'm like oh shit dude no, I did anthony that, is dude. the same way with this and it's always it's actually i've brought this up to a couple people like it trips me out about you that you played football you played all these sports but you don't watch any of it you're like None never watching any baseball like i'm not watching any of that shit yeah. like i played None it <laughs> i played it a bunch i was way into it like it was like my life for a little while playing, but i don't watch any of it is where mm. i actually get the excitement you know I don't get You can't relate. It's like listening to a band, though. You know, what you, uh, Joseph, what was that? Uh, I didn't say anything yet, but I was gonna say Anthony <laughs> Joseph, go, playing go. disc golf instead oh, of disc regular golf. golf. That's a I hard one. The way you described it, he's it. actually super into it, and actually has many a times made me feel like I should try. You know, I, I can throw. Dude, shout out to Jared moving to Vegas. I I invented a game with him called Frisbeer. And we throw a frisbee around. <laughs> I don't get me to give you the rules right now, but it, it <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta hit game. a beer, and if you get the beer, no, then okay. you drink I it. I throw it to somebody, and they catch it. Then I gotta drink. If I throw one that's a bullshit, I gotta drink. If they miss it, they gotta drink. If I bank it just off drink and listen to music. If I bank it off of something and it's still a good, it's catch, too much thinking and they not enough drink drinking. Twice. I know, I know. There's, there's, there's certain drinking games where I'm like, well, Ooh. I didn't lose, I didn't lose, but I'm I'm gonna drink. They're just trying to tease themselves, like, well, no, drink, no, I gotta think about it first. Hey, you can't drink yet. You can't drink. It's like I'm gonna drink now. I didn't Simple lose, one. but I would like to drink right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of shits on the whole game. No, but we're just like in the sun at, in Riverside. Shout out Riverside. Um, That's a person. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude! I love you, River. <laughs> Long Beach. Last name side. Um, no, dude. It, th that's what it's all about, dude. It's just fucking experiencing life and making up a game in the moment. Who hasn't done that? If you haven't made up a game because you're too bored. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Pre-cell phone era. era. You got to make up yeah. your own game. Like, oh, dude, you threw the stick. Like, I, I remember making up a game. <laughs> in front of my dad and i was trying to show him and then like uh it was like it had to do with rocks and he was like uh i don't know if that's good and then like i and, and we were at this person's house that was taking care of me and uh the mom opened up their car door and i was like check it out and this shattered the window the oh, right in front of my dad and i was like sick dude oh, no. oh that's three hundred dollars going bro. home yeah. that's a good game Mom, i won no no but it was like yeah. It had to do with like I had like some scheme no where I was like it had to do with rocks or something and I, he's like sick dude let me see it for a second and I was all shatter I sh like almost hit her in the head like the door saved her and I was like all right well uh, you must kill somebody uh, I'm super creative exactly. dude no that's the uh, you're making 
that you you're gonna fall flat on some shit, dude. So it's mm. like I'm I gotta I shattered some this shit. Game up. I'm bored right now. I'm gonna make that's how I am. I'm got I gotta yeah. make this game up. I'm gonna make everybody have fun around me because it seems like it's a little scattered, you know. So Anthony, and, with you, you have a bunch of kids, so do you do you watch your kids organically make games up now? Because that's when I used to do it when I was a kid. Yeah. The and and I see stagnancy. I'm gonna I'm gonna stir that up, you know. Yeah. Make up a game. It literally is let's put a toy down the hallway and we're gonna fucking bowl at it, dude. You know? <laughs> We're gonna throw something at it, <laughs> you know. I used to drop my parents and sign and knock it down. Let's do what'd it. You do? So, what'd you do? What'd you do, Colin? Almost got um, Chris. I, I, you're good, man. I used to, and this is like on a massive scale, so that's probably why yeah. I drive them insane. Um, my mom used to sew a lot, so when they went around, and my brother and I were just sticking around, we have like a sunroom on the house, which is you know just like a long rectangular kind of room facing huh. one of the sun rising or setting sides and sun sunroom. Um, we would like get all of her thread bundles out, which she obviously resented us for, and string up the entire sunroom so it was like a web of fucking thread, and then make it like a jungle gym for action Ooh, figures. That's pretty sick. It was sick, but holy shit, did I? I probably copped some shit from my folks for that one because um, <laughs> I probably destroyed a lot of fucking expensive stuff. <laughs> but it was fun. My brother and I loved it when we did it. I know. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Joseph. Forts, dude, making forts. Oh, that forts. Was yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah, dude. That's Any of that sort of stuff. Thing. Yeah. There's anything. You can, get stick, you can get a stick and a rock as a kid. Yeah. And that's that's the, the creativity I miss as, a, as being a... Because my, my dad used to always say, like, man, life gets a lot more boring after this. Just, mm-hmm. you know, you're having a lot... You have a lot of energy. You're having a lot of fun right now. But I, I still remember that sticking out it's in my head. And, like, and more boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I'll just be like, whatever, dude, I got a dude here, and we'll make there's a rock and a stick, and we can make a fucking technical ass game out of it. And <laughs> we'd sit outside and for two hours. Fuck, literally, I, I experienced it last weekend where my two youngest were putting their brains together to make the fort, dude. And I had zero. I mean, there was the previous times that I had taught him like this is you got to move the table over here so the pillows will fit as a roof you know <laughs> yeah yeah, you gotta, yeah. Move... <laughs> gotta make a correct but, fort uh, yeah I actually now that we're talking about this I can remember the times where the coffee table was too far away from the the couch mm-hmm. and they're still trying to make a pillow work as a roof. And I, I, I tell him you gotta move the coffee table over here <laughs> because the pillows gotta be this much. And then yeah, they yeah. do and so this last weekend I had zero uh input on their fort and one hundred percent solid, bro. <laughs> Literally like it's like brackets and shit. Like they had it like fucking walk like sick like four by fours and a garrison and, and, and a moat. Hallway. <laughs> they had a hallway, bro. All braced, all sick. <laughs> I had like a questionable like, immigrant workforce in the hallway, <laughs> building a fort for them. Then, <laughs> <a> questionable immigrant. <laughs> that sounds like a cephalic carnage song name, dude. Uh, <laughs> 
Just building an accessory <laughs> dwelling unit on your property. Accessory dwelling unit. I know. We're talking Jesus. in cliches here, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, permanent office. I'm just, you know, we're kidding around. Just... <laughs> that's the that's the modern version of building a fort, is just building an ADU. <laughs> you, you outsource it? Yeah, it's like I can charge someone rent to live on my property here. <laughs> a permanent <laughs> fort. Beautiful. I'm sure they'd do it in New York or Tokyo <laughs> or LA or something. They'd work out a way to go. Uh, yeah, in the, come on, in the mountains, you got, I mean, they encourage it here to like yeah. solve the housing crisis. Yeah. I mean, oh, they really? do encourage it, but they're still yeah. like, they, they, they encourage it. But right now, I've, I've gone to the, the. But they make money off it and the licensing is insane and the it's regulation. Insane. Oh, it's wow. like, hey, do you want to build something that's like $50,000? Like, like a little do thing? you want to like, like talk to the government for three <laughs> years? I know. And then they're like, dude, sick dude i'm glad you want to build that just give us like thirty five thousand dollars and then you can just build that after we like check a piece of paper off like it's gonna be we want you to build though really bad. and it's it literally <laughs> is still like a good deal if you care about it like you can yeah 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 back, Over, so. overall housing costs it's a good deal yeah. but it's like yeah. that's why they're like getting in on it they're like oh supply and demand this yeah. is what we can make off of it and be actually make it a good deal it's like but what do you they just come over there with a clipboard and they're like yeah it works all right 35 grand cycle i know <laughs> you're like yeah, yeah. dude <laughs> jesus and then property tax cycle like geez, yeah it's like can we like live um, i mean mud huts are sick i'm down to carve do about it anyways property um plans. so and uh do you guys have permits in australia <laughs> <laughs> i did want to bring it back to australia at some point they... no bring it back to australia Come what on. time is it, it right now game uh, 4 p.m. on Friday, the 20th of October. Oh shit! It's about to go down. <laughs> it's, it's all, it's all, it's You've just been it. like pre-gaming your Friday night with us. That's awesome. Uh, I'm also the tamest son of a bitch ever. I'm like I'm I I like you know vape a bit and then I might have a beer and then I watch like a couple of TV shows and pass out. And then you hide from brown snakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 I go to bed at nine o'clock because the hope is by the time the whole night passes, I don't get killed by anything. So you know, <laughs> yeah. the longer I sleep, the less chance of dying outside That's there true. is. So it's, it's kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. You're vulnerable. You're vulnerable. Yeah. Hey, you don't want to sleep. It's a strategic <laughs> move. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you got to think smartly about these things. Yeah, yeah. you got to be on your toes out there. Sure. Well, yeah, but yeah, no, it's definitely uh, it's getting late in the Arvo here, which is you know fine for me. I'm not doing anything today, so it's pretty. Yeah, chill. we just hit three hours. So, uh, you we did. Congrats! What's the longest one you guys have? Ever Shout done? out. Oh, like four hours. Four There's been four. Because what was Cameron's? Cameron, who's Cameron? Argon. Cameron Argon. Oh, yeah, Argon. Yeah. Cause wasn't his pretty long? Uh, Anthony's that, talking he with us on mute. He's just he can't. He needs. Help. Was it two separate ones or was it the same one split in half? <laughs> Anthony's muted again. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's good. Anthony mute moment. Watch Anthony try to talk in the mic. Well, he'll try to talk in the mic a bunch, thinking that we can hear him. <laughs> oh, poor Anthony. No, like... Anthony. No, I, I can kind of hear it, Anthony. I can hear. Go get Mike Gilbert. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. But I just want to see you like talking in the mic again. <laughs> He still, he still, he wants me to hear what he's saying, but he doesn't understand that the mic doesn't work. I got an idea. We should like end it and like Anthony talks, like thanks for everybody, and we like mouth <laughs> just, the words. <laughs> we, like, so we can make up. We have to make up dialogue for the listeners, though. Yeah. Just, like... <laughs> no, but I mean, like, like as he mouths it, we like someone talks and pretends like they're Anthony. <laughs> you know, I'll do it. This is my favorite. <laughs> I think he's he's lost his bike. For he can hear us too. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's last time. He, he has Go to get reboot Mike his, Gilbert, dude. You got to reboot. Mike. Your, 
Just restart the computer, dude. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I love that he's trying to talk to us. He doesn't understand the uh, we can't hear you thing. I read those so lips. It a, says, I don't want to fucking do I don't want to fucking restart. Yeah, yeah he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> nice. Is it a Mac or a PC? He, he refuses to want to learn technology. He's like, I just know cars and I don't want to learn yeah. technology. Right. Oh, that's the way it is. People are, I mean, it's I annoying know. to have to learn it. I mean, to be honest, it's not like it's fun, but, but like, <laughs> You gotta learn. I mean, okay. IT Just moment. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a Mac or a PC? He's like, I don't even know. <laughs> he doesn't know. Do you see a little apple at the top left? Let's <laughs> go. No. Gonna... Oh, dude. dude. Okay, on the bottom left, you see like little Come squares. On, look like it's... a Windows thing. Yeah. He's talent. He has no? someone on set. I know. He's got yeah. Mike Gilbert. One of the Mike. best. You gotta summon Mike to bring him back in. Anyway, he's while that happens, how's yeah, yeah. uh, how's the metal scene in Australia, Colin? There are some good bands I like from there, like uh, Nea Bliviscaris and Disentomb. Yep. Yeah, we got. Yeah, yep. I, both I used to work with those guys, so like Disentomb, good bros of mine, because they're from Brisbane. So where I am, Brisbane, Brisbane. If you want to say it that way, Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was what was the question, Swimmer, dude? Insane. Oh, what did you do with them? Oh, like um, all the uh, like guitar and bass playthroughs and stuff, and a bunch of their promo photos is oh, my photo it. video work. Same as I, I mentioned to one of you guys. You guys had someone on a couple of weeks ago, and they were talking about um, Aussie bands, and they mentioned Iconic Vivisect. Mm-hmm. I did yeah, Iconic yeah. Vivisect's music video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, the they're dudes I've worked with as well. Like that's kind of the stuff I love doing. Is that really underground death metal? It doesn't pay great, but I don't give a shit because I love the dudes and I love doing that sort of stuff it's fucking awesome hell yeah oh yeah i definitely haven't done as much as like i won't lie you know you, you get older you get more content yeah. you kind of got to focus on other things um but yeah so, th- how did you like going from the uh like audio aspect of things because i've always thought like artistically i, th- I think the photography sounds fun and, and and doing like videography sounds really fun but like once you actually do it, <laughs> i can't anthony's killing me right now um, once you actually do it, like, and, and you're like involved in, 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 like, because it seems like such a fun aspect of mm. art to get into. Um, what were the kind of parts that kind of brought you back to reality and kind of made you kind of push back and not do that anymore? Um, like, part of it was like I had other work as well at the time. Um, but you know, that, that shit happens. That's just mm-hmm. part of life. Um, I don't know. I, I found, I think it's one of those things, you know, like almost like music and stuff at times. If you yeah. do too much of it and for too long, Sorry. Yeah. it's something you really loved but you were passionate about. It doesn't always convert to a career or a job that's worth. Yeah, I've, I've, I found that a lot too. Like with the touring and stuff, I was kind of, the the amount of work that was going into it. Getting and, bummed out about it and a bit burnt I mean, and... there was a lot of cool moments. There's like, you know, in but the thing is I would be so like like in a different realm mentally where i wouldn't be really processing it until after it was done and, and that's after no fun because you don't get to appreciate yeah. it well because i'd be i'm a i'm a very i'm a warrior i'm always like i gotta make sure this is right i gotta make sure no, all stuff's right same as and, me dude it's all good <laughs> yeah and it, and it kind of it's it still would take the live performance away a little bit even though it'd, mm. you know we five ten thousand people we play in front of at certain times and stuff i would be like extra where i mean depends on where we are on the tour if it's the beginning of the tour i'm a worry freak out person uh, yeah. two weeks in i don't give a shit i'm just like 
I'll get it high. I'll do, you know, which is like a nightmare for me. Um, Life to survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like whatever. You're used to it. It's just, it's just you know, as humans, we get used to things. We get very used to. Oh yeah, used yeah, yeah. to living in a, a seventeen bedroom mansion, and it'd be normal for you. It'd be the same. Um, you'd have the same kind of feeling you would if you had living in a a, a studio. It's mm, it, it mm. just your brain like adapts to things. So after a while, I adapt to it, and I don't. I all the the stimuli kind of goes away, and it's just like let's do this. Let's kick. Some oh ass. yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? It's not like oh shit, what we don't want to fuck up, and you know, it's like not like that anymore. And then it would just. Mm become just kind of like autopilot and then when i was done i could really like take it all in and be like oh shit that was ridiculous that was so much fun um but at the time i still was kind of just like either in a anxiety make sure everything's right thing or kind of um just on autopilot like it was Mm. so it was for me it was an interesting um interesting trip for me touring it was i had a lot of fun i'm at a amazing people i'll have forever i know from every walk of life every state every a bunch of countries and stuff like i've done all the cool stuff but just like the stress of like making sure it's going to be okay <laughs> like i don't know why that's always like made kept this like mm. this kind of thing in the, the asterisks in the back of my brain like i gotta make sure that we're everything's going to be fine and it's not going to be a weird thing or like you know because it feels like we've talked about it a million times on here there is an underlying and a band that doesn't admit this is just wrong. There's a underlying competitive nature of bands playing on stage. There's underlying yeah. like a band does really good before you. You're like, fuck, we got to like, we got to step up our shit, which is good. I think it's good. And it, it produces more competitive nature of, of humans. But at the same time, um, it's still like, fuck, you lost the match tonight. You know, like, I don't know. To me, I, 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 I'm I very competitive and, like, secretly. I, I want everyone to do good, too. Like, I, same with sports. I, I root for a lot of sports, and I, even teams I don't like, I want them to be all healthy, and I want them to, like, compete at their highest level. But it's still this weird underlying competitive nature in, in a lot of these, uh, not only metal, probably every genre that's available. It's just, you know, that's the one I got to see. Um yeah. Where it was kind of, I mean, it keeps you on your toes, but at the same time, it kind of, I don't know, it makes it a weird kind of not relaxed state for me. So, no, I, I, don't worry, I'm, I'm a high-functioning, anxious person. Like, I've got anxiety problems and stuff. I'm the same as you anytime I was on tour, and I've never done monstrous ones like that. Like, it's just not something that's common here. Mm-hmm. And, like, even just being away for a few days, a week... Yeah, it's not. I, 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 that's why I'm like really honest about music stuff. Like, I love making music, I love creating art, but I don't necessarily, I'm not the person who's ever going to be like, even if this, you know, monsters project I do at the moment, if that became a bigger thing, I don't think it would be something I could pressure myself into touring on. Mm-hmm. I would feel untrue to myself if I did it for the sake of money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and what like, money? It, but well that's what i mean but like if there was even that idea that like doing enough of it could make it i i don't even know if i'm comfortable with that it sounds kind of self-reductive but it to me it defeats the purpose of why i was doing it to begin with i mean there was a part of me as a kid that was like wanted to like yeah i want to be on stage and do all these things but then when i got there i was like oh shit this is i mean joseph rougher than you expect (laughs) yeah exactly joseph's been playing in the kind of the newer school death metal circuits and stuff is mm. it do you feel 
I mean, it's probably hard for you to talk about it now, not in the, the post-touring part of it, because you're going to tour with a bunch of people. But do you feel like any inkling of like a weird, not yeah, weird, but just like weird. a competitive? Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, you already stated it like perfectly. Like you, you, you feed off it and you're like, bring, you know, what you can just to like, you know, you want that acclaim from from doing well. That's like cool to want. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But. In terms of competitive, yeah, I think like when a band is better than you, you try to cop whatever they're doing for sure. You're like, mm. all right, like we need more of that if like it really <laughs> yeah. works, you know, or exactly. just the energy from it. Like you're like, okay, like you can hit harder. I get it. Like let's go. So, <laughs> I, yeah. I that I think that it's it's really funny. That's a great statement, dude. Like that's a great way of putting it. And I think it, like for me, that sort of ideal of like the energy versus the you know performance and everything else. I think the ultimate band that sums that up for me ever was seeing Strapping Young Lad, mm. like SYL mm. live. I don't think I'm ever going to see a band with that much commitment to what they're doing, but that much chaotic energy. Legendary. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The shit was mind blowing. Like, um, you know, people Devin talking about Talendron. Devin so Townsend's a trip. Yeah. He's so, it um, makes the whole crowd laugh too. Like in between things, he'll, he'll bring a comedic element that just like loosens up everyone. And people are like, empathetic to whatever he does now like he's oh has, a, yeah. has, has a complete um i've never seen i saw that i saw uh devin townsend with uh animals and dream theater about two months ago and he had all of us crying laughing we were all like he's like, now you're gonna cheer for me because my low self-confidence and i need this for your i need your likes and and like everyone yeah, was yeah, just yeah. like laughing their ass off and then we're like we're we're with you you know like yeah no matter what he did and yeah and that's the so thing. Anyways, keep that yeah yeah, man. but no, yeah, it, it's 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 you know you you've got to have that. With that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Stuff too. So Definitely. if he came back with strapping, though, come on, that would be. The it's never gonna happen, year, dude. Personally, I know it would never happen. Fuck. fuck. Yeah. But that would be <laughs> epic comeback. Uh, like even if it was just like, hey, we're just doing a tour and we're just gonna play the whole of city front to back. Thank you. Exactly. Like, yes, that's perfectly fine with me. Just do what you need to do, Devin. <laughs> so what is that bring, um bring it over strapping and lads another band i kind of like slid over and then yeah it has gene hoglin on drums on that city record from death and dark angel and stuff so what's what's the album called city this is called city okay it's got like yeah. skexis and shitstorm on it those two songs were like the the big ones for me but love 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 is the big hit detox is sick yeah that's iconic um, that's like instead of fear factory like everyone who liked fear i'm like dude i already love strapping and glad like i don't need any of this like 90s industrial metal like for me it was an upgrade already yeah oh fear factory changed my life though that's that was like uh they were kind of like in the middle of the new metal slash Mm. rock metal like no one really or and death metal um the first album was death metal it was uh yeah that was a definite so they like were they were always like writing the line machine soul of a new machine was totally death metal like i mean yeah yeah, and, and them just kind of like finding their own lane, and they could just they could play with a death metal band, they could play with a new metal band, they could they like kind of open them up to a lot of things with their uh, diversity of of sound. But yeah, that mm. that uh that uh, strapping and lad stuff I have heard because I remember watching recently where he had the the skullet with the fucking bald head and the oh no <laughs> from like the, what era was that? That was like uh, the self titled era. 
Yeah, like playing they, uh, Ozfest and shit. Yeah, 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 and, and like Fest maybe years. that's right. The, like the, the other album Vi too. Steve Vai. I remember seeing that Steve Vai stuff and uh, well, sex he did, and religion. So yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did like a, a Tonight Show, like with David Letterman or something with Steve. Something. Well, like that that, that, that album, sex, like that the album that he sings Sexually. on. That's yeah, Devin yeah. on the cover. Yeah, the yeah. Naked dude on the cover with the dreddy oh. wrapped around him is Devin. Oh. Okay. If you've never noticed that, that is Devin Townsend. <laughs> I have not noticed that, and I've I've seen Steve look up the, like look up, three look times. Look up the cover. Look up the cover and of that album. Religion. That's Devin Townsend. Young oh. star. <laughs> that is Devin though, hundred percent. No, no. Oh, it's totally. It's just, just, hold on. Yeah, it's Devin. It's naked Devin oh, Townsend on the front of a Steve Vai album. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I thought it was a woman. Sure, it's sure. Put, put it on the screen. Oh, gosh, sorry. Yeah. I have three things I'm trying to do. I'm laughing. And I'm not going to go look it up. I want to see it I now. told you I'm a man of deep cuts. All right. This is it right here. <laughs> You're going to sit Yeah, the weird, the weird uh, naked yeah, yeah. guy. Oh, yeah, see, that's, that's Devin Townsend. So if you can find, you can see his face. Like you'll notice that's very much Debbie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you find, I don't know if you can find the actual booklet or like the inner thing of the CD, there's like a picture of him like nude like that with his arms wrapped around himself. Like it's like an old like 90s photo shoot, like <laughs> black and white thing. Like, you know, like you'd think like a pop singer would do or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just look, look how handsome of that. That's a handsome man, dude. Oh, um, okay. Go by. Oh, go up, uh, go up, go up. See the, ooh, where is it? Maybe that blue. Oh no, that's not it. Yeah, damn it. I wish I had my actual copy around somewhere because all my shit like this is put away. He's got arrows but, in him. He's like, oh my heart. But yeah, that, that, that is very much Devi on the front cover. <laughs> and the, this is a good you, Viagra ad. You well, that one's <laughs> flexible. <laughs> oh, if you want to go back to the photos you were on, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you go back, there's one with um. Scroll up a tiny little bit. Stop there. So you see the Guitar World cover? Uh, yeah. Yeah, click on Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Devin on the right. Oh, shit. I remember, he was trying to, skull it. I remember watching... Uh, there was an interview hit with on Headbangers Ball, and I remember watching him... Ah, shit, it's not like... Oh, sorry. There's, I know there's a new window pop-up. You've probably not seen that. But um, hmm. there is a uh, Headbangers Ball with him, and he is just trying to be the most like, ooh, yeah. Woo! he's trying to be and i watched an interview with him talking about it. he's like that's the worst part it's the most embarrassing thing and i watched it and oh, i was yeah. like yeah it's, it's pretty bad <laughs> he was trying to be like super stand out he'd be like he was like crawling around the set while like steve i and mark R- ricky rackman are talking and he's like trying to go into their chair and be like I'm like, oh just be like and i'm like ah oh. It's adorable now. It's adorable now, but luckily he turned out to be <laughs> well, a beautiful well, human. <laughs> like after they, yeah, after Strapping did their first album, which I think was heavy as a really heavy thing, they he like nearly fucking went batshit. He like had to check himself into a psychiatric hospital and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, he's got like a bunch he's of he's bipolar uh, and a couple of yeah, other things yeah. I think. But like yeah, he had like a massive weird breakdown. And shout out to him because he's out. very vocal about it and talks about and mm. how he got help and how things have helped him. And uh yeah, I remember him like getting deep into the mental health stuff and I was like, damn. Like there's a lot of metal heads I feel like they're in the same realm as him. And I feel like him 
speaking on it was super cool. Like I actually. Mm. Like, no, no, no. He's he's an absolute legend. He 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 speaks truth. That's from his perspective, and that's something. That's all you can ask for for someone like that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, fuck yeah. Are we uh wrap up, Rome? Okay, we we can we can wrap up, boys. This we're getting is, pretty late. Long one. I, I kind of want gonna... Anthony back to like. Oh, go ahead to like see him struggle with the mic. But anyways. That'd be uh, Anthony uh, can't come back because Mike's asleep. <laughs> Anthony doesn't know the password to the computer, <laughs> and you need to restart it. We did. We did discover it as a Windows computer, though. So you know, Isn't you know that. We all. Do you guys all have Macs? Do you guys look at Macs? I'm no, on no, a no, Mac. I'm, I'm, I use I both. Though. I use both. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, we we ended on strapping a lad, and then that's like the yeah. start of the industrial metal thing, kind of. Pretty, pretty much like, and that's kind of like, where what you're at at this point you're at the future yeah that's edge. kind of like a mixture of yeah so. well everything we've talked about is is, is while it's not the most direct route it's holistically about what created the sounds and what sculpted that sound mm-hmm. and where it's going um yeah new stuff's only going to be heavier weirder oh yeah P- probably more chaotic and fucked than i need it to be whether people like it or not hey we'll find out but that's their choice what do you um, think about, I mean, we can end on uh, kind of, you know, me and Joseph, I guess, together saw, you know, Igor last week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what do you, what do you, because it's funny because uh, my fiance last night, we were talking about Igor and she was like, uh, <laughs> like she's a really good singer, but I showed mm-hmm. her like a bunch of music videos of it and I showed her a bunch of stuff and she's just like, I don't like it's and i was like i know it's what's well, it's, it's an expression of art that's it's like an abstract art expression mm. it's not like a something i want to be like yeah i want to i want to have a good time and chill it's like a fucking fucking take acid like without taking acid and like mm. fry your brain a little bit but um what what is your uh experience with them and has that been any influence on you oh for sure like um they're a big influence just as far as like it's almost like they've they cracked the code or he cracked the code i say gautier the main guy um yeah it kind of cracked the code as far as like how to combine what is basically hard electronic music Mm -hmm. quite extreme metal when it comes in um but then the thing is he did that really gnarly thing of him being from France, he's included the French Baroque period of classical music in it. That's right. And yeah. that's that's the thing that ties the two. Because I don't I'm not sure if the metal and electronic he does would work together as well if he didn't understand that he needed that tonal tonality and chordal structures of Baroque music to be able to peel off into these tangents. Because it's and that's that's part of the reason when I've been doing monsters I've focused on um I think it was mentioned a bit earlier, like layering things and trying to find very specific layerings that then lead to, to a feeling that could transport the song further on. And it's the mm-hmm. same sort of concept. You have to have that. If you're going to hybridize genres, and I'm not saying it like I'm an expert, I'm not, but I think you need to have something that is interesting that tangibly connects what you're trying to combine. Yeah. And totally. it doesn't have to reinvent the wheel or anything, but yeah, they, that that stuff with uh, Gautier is just like he knows what he's doing. Uh, have you ever checked out his other project? No, I would love Horker, to. Horker, Horker, Worker, however you put. He Co-worker? had a fucking gr- yeah, he had like a grind band beforehand. 
Oh yeah, we talked. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were like kind of looking at last or time. Hoker or however you say it. Yeah, that shit. Was, yeah, yeah. That's that sick as well. Um, but no, Igor is a massive influence. Um, the other one, before we finish up and stuff, mm-hmm. um, I'm just trying to think. Like a lot of black metal is a big influence on me as well. Like, and that's a bit different from mm-hmm. that. But if you if you listen to Igor, you can kind of get he why has that, some black that metal stuff. Bit, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and sure. Baroque music's very dark and it's linked. Yeah. You know, we found that periods. connection. Yeah. And, and it all just builds and builds and builds and creates something. So, yeah, Ego is a fucking genius. The guy, yeah, 100% knows what he's doing. The, the musicians he's got performing with him are like best of the best of the best, like as far as I'm I concerned. Know. Like they are freaks. Martin, the guitarist, is a nutcase. He's so insane. good. He, he actually has a band that you should highly re- check out called Ha. H A H. Ha. Huh. <laughs> they they made their name an acronym because they wanted to disassociate from their original band name because they weren't getting booked. So okay. HA is H-A-H, which stands for Hardcore Anal Hydrogen. Um, <laughs> of course. Don't even ask. Don't even ask. Yeah. Um, imagine like a grindcore version of Igor. <laughs> but it has like a grindcore vocalist in the yelly kind of range, but he's pitch shifted his voice higher. <laughs> so it's like, ah! it's just so intense. And yeah, it's like a mix of like full DMT levels of electronica through to like yeah. pop music, through to grind, through to thrash, punk. It's fucking yeah. mental. Absolutely mental shit. And they did like one a, a video very early on when you know people started playing with AI and images. But do you remember when there were people doing that those they'd convert a video and it would make it look like it's all like green? Like AI video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did Interject, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. But oh, it's yeah, like yeah. an acid trip is worst nightmare. So if you if you ever <laughs> want to check out something crazy, they're a fun band to check out. Um, I was actually the one at the Igor show, the, the opening bands, I was I whispered over to Trevor and I was like, I am so glad that we didn't do uh, any kind of psychedelics for these like melted melt banana and like, oh, melt banana are bad shit they're from japan aren't they yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was yeah. like this is like my worst nightmare on psychedelics right now <laughs> like this would be like it's like a bad trip but it's like oh hell yeah it's just like but that's what they're trying to do it's like kind of just like a noise bad trip thing and and for me i'm like thank god we didn't decide to be like let's go take mushrooms and go to igor dude because that would be <laughs> igor would have been mine i mean it already was mind-blowing but no banana yeah it's that's exactly it's like melt banana is like the worst acid trip it's like yeah. cool. let's make let's they're make like the acid. ren and stimpy of music <laughs> it's like let's make a bad acid trip without taking acid is that cool <laughs> yeah well that, that's just basically it so yeah but yeah i oh, know yeah, but no, but no it, it goes definitely huge on me man definitely yeah that's I, yeah, I just don't understand it. That's the only reason why I like what, like the show and stuff. Like seeing it was so impactful to me. It's like I love any kind of weird prog music or anything. I'm just like I can't wrap my mind around it. And I'm like, I don't listen to Igor. Just like, oh yeah, I'm I'm working. Let's put on fucking Igor. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like my brain can't. It's it's too much stimuli. I can't do that. But like seeing them live was so sick. You know, I know their songs and stuff. Like their their hits. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, the the show, the visual aspect that he brought to that insane auditory assault, mm. I was like, whoa! And I, I mean, people, we were walking outside, Joseph. I remember, we were like, people were just like, everyone's going talking in groups, going like, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. That was insane. Mm. 
what's going on i don't like people were like complete didn't know how to understand it like walking they were all confused and i loved yeah. that yeah. confusion it was but it's a the... it's funny it's a positive confusion yeah yeah because everyone's, no, everyone's like wanted to create possible. more on it exactly yeah. exactly it's just like yeah. a fucking makes your brain go like uh <laughs> you're like what was that there's a, like, there's a great audience for that kind of music right now that's like a really cool thing to be doing and definitely. that's that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm trying to just see who that's wants awesome. to hear it. If anyone's interested in hearing it, like like I said, find my shit on the web. Find it anywhere. Monsters around us, motherfucker. So monsters monstersaroundus.com do you have or do you have no 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 just bandcamp no no just bandcamps yeah. and other stuff and Facebooks and you know all the usual shit. Yeah, follow um, them on all the social media stuff. You just search that name. Yeah, right. That's gonna just pop right up. It's gonna be the easiest. I've got yeah new stuff coming out. Um, I, I mean, fuck it. May as well talk about it a little bit, just very quickly. Um, you know, I've previously done collabs with Cali Death dudes like Matt from Cryptopsy, Jared from Rivers of Nile. Um, I've had Pierre uh, Pierre Denel from Kadinja and Novelist playing guitar. Um, I've had dudes from Frontiera on it as well. Hell yeah! Um, and I will leave this by saying for the first time. Like, it's not even announced, but fuck it. Like, I don't care fuck if yeah. it's public. Because it's my project and it's a personal thing. Like, it's not like a label's holding me up and going, you can't mention things. <laughs> um, so, for the new EP, I do have a guest for a track. They've written since and saxophone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it is Jorgen Monkby, who is the current synth player in Emperor. Oh, mm. shit. And yeah. he is the founding and original member and composer of Shining from Norway. The guys who made oh, the Black Jazz Shining. album. Yeah, that's right. So he, he is going to be playing on my new, new EP. I've already got it all recorded. It's all there. So after this, I'll find the links and I'll privately send it to you guys so you can see yeah, it yeah. out. I love that. There's still shit that needs to be tracked onto it, but you'll get a good enough idea and you'll get where it's going. But yeah, it was an awesome time being able to work with that guy because he's a musician i've looked up to my entire fucking life so that's super sick dude oh, that's yeah. awesome well fuck yeah dude Colin you heard it here for i know breaking news you uh, heard it welcome to the news at five <laughs> there's there's kind of like an old school 50s american accent you do it there i like that yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty much the old like radio box like yeah. Well, yeah. Welcome to the top of the news. At <laughs> 5 p.m. we had like you're gonna have that really uncomfortable jittery. Oh, 5 p.m. Yeah, it's like it's all like yeah, it's like a weird cadence you have to get down for that. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's just the timing. <laughs> Colin, <laughs> Anthony just showed up for a second. Um, Did you thanks for showing up. Thanks for hanging out, man. This was actually a lot of fun. I, I walked into this and had probably about 10 minutes to listen to your music. And was like, That's so good, oh, man. this is super cool. And uh, I, you know, I didn't, I had to get off work, do a bunch of shit, and had a couple minutes. And I was like, what's what's going on tonight? Listen to it. It's fucking awesome. You're doing something new. You're bringing shit, like Thanks, mixing man. shit together. And that's what I'm all about nowadays. And um, yeah, I'm super glad you're in Australia. You had to do the Friday thing when we're it's doing fun, the man. Thursday thing. And uh, I really appreciate you showing up and, and hanging out with us and uh, just getting down with us. That was fucking no worries, fun, man. dude like that was like really said, fun at the start uh you guys do a good thing it's a good hangout it's a good way to people to you know listen forget their bullshit for a week 
Oh yeah. Um, everyone's got complicated lives. Everyone has fuck ups and does things wrong and issues happen. And you know, you start judging yourself and other stuff or other things happen and you start judging yourself or other people. And you just got to remember we're all in it, man. It fucking sucks at times, but, um, you're all beautiful people. I appreciate you. I love what you're doing. And, you know, I really, really do honestly thank you for letting me come on and talk shit with my boys for a few hours. That's awesome. It's it's humbling as fuck. So I could not say it better myself. And with that, love you guys. Have a good night. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Later.